na- his name's Tyson, right? Tyson Bookham. Uh, Somebody calls him Tyson in the beginning, I swear. I, well, yeah, but I thought that was, like, a racist comment. On, oh, because uh, that dude's a... The, uh, the Scarface guy? No, 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 it's or, the other guy that he's booking, that he's arrested uh, in the yeah. beginning. The, yeah. Oh, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, okay. Did everybody yeah. Uh, recognize yeah, that yeah. that was Anthony Michael I Hall? I did. I was like, at first, I was like, that looks, that guy looks familiar. Where do I know that guy from? I'm like, oh, right, of course. It's the Anthony Michael Hall. So we're all, we're feeling pretty loose. We're yeah. ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, just, I just had a sip of Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. Gatorade Zero, too, bro. Gatorade Zero, I know. The best flavor, though, Glacier Cherry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely the best Gatorade yeah. Zero flavor that exists. The Gatorade Zero flavor. Yeah, I don't know what the best, like, fully leaded Gatorade would be. I like the... Uh, I like the cucumber one. Cucumber, cucumber and lemon. That one's pretty good. Yeah. It's definitely, like... That's definitely, like, the most unique Gatorade flavor. Yeah. They all kind of yeah. taste, like, Gatorade-y, except yeah. for that one. Yeah, most of them it's just a, taste like a color. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's the red one. Because Limon is, like, a pretty sophisticated-tasting Gatorade. I don't know if I could chug uh, a uh, Limon. What do you think the best classic Gatorade flavor is of the original, like, three? Obviously, the lemon-lime is the first one. That's where it comes from, but, like... Uh, I'd say orange. You like orange the mm-hmm. best of the three? I mean, no, lemon lime is my favorite, but orange is a close runner-up. Mm-hmm. I feel like red is the fruit punch. The fruit punch, yeah. yeah. Uh, grape, grape's good, too. They yeah. have a grape? They do have a grape. Yeah. It's, it's like a frost flavor. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> I thought that was like a car horn. I know, around. I thought I sat on my keys for a second. Yeah, it was like a... Well, um, I think my favorite is probably Lemon Lime of the original, the first three. I think Lemon Lime is number one. Oh, like of all Gatorade flavors? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, Glacier Cherry, I think, is excellent. It's so <laughs> it's good. It's pretty good, yeah. Uh, I, I think it'd always, be better. I was always a Powerade guy. Really? The blue Powerade? Blue. Yeah. Yeah. The best one, for sure. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna fuck with the underdog instead of like Gatorade. Now, do you remember the the other underdog, the underdog to even Powerade was All Sport. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's All Sport. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. All My sport. middle school had a had All Sport uh, dispenser. Oh, really? And Powerade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think we were Powerade in high school. Yeah. Yeah, we were Powerade in high school yeah. by the gym. We also had a Fruitopia machine yeah. in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't let us have those machines in middle school. We didn't get them until high school. Really? Yeah. Yeah, our middle, or not ours, but my middle school had, like, Coca-Cola and... Yeah, I don't think mine did. Yeah. I don't, I think, I, I don't think we had any vending machines. <laughs> Apparently, mine didn't care. No, I didn't have a vending machine until I went to high school. But yeah. I, I'm a few years older than you guys. But you were in a different state. Yeah, I was also in a different state. Okay. I feel like California was still way more progressive then. Right. Progressive. And probably had. Probably had vending machines well before ours, ours did. They were probably pretty cool. Cheetos and shit. Yeah. We could let 11-year-olds have Coke. The, I remember at our, like, the, the like food vending machine at school... It never had anything good. It always just had like those like Knott's Berry Farm shortbread cookies, 
and stuff because like nobody ever wanted mm. those. You know, I for one think those are delicious. I think they're pretty good, but they're also <laughs> usually like my last choice in a vending <laughs> machine. I will say. <laughs> I don't know anything about these Knott's Berry Farm shortbread cookies. Really? Well, I didn't. They, go they're like uh, just <laughs> a shortbread cookie with like a raspberry like sort of oh, like yeah, jelly like a yeah. Little, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're I mean they're pretty good. They're a little dry. I, I will say. Even with the jelly. Yeah, even with the jelly. I like them. And I like uh, Walker's uh, shortbread cookies. Oh, uh, Walker's are super good. Yeah. My uh, grandma used to have those all the time yeah. when I was a kid. It's, it's a grandma snack. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever had Walker's? They come in like they come in like a plaid tin. So oh, it's like yeah, they're yeah, like yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're like the, the ribbony looking. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. exactly. Rec- like a rectangle box. Mm-hmm. But uh, those are good snacks. I like those. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, shortbread's good. I made my own shortbread once. I got really into baking for a little while, like a few years ago. I don't know why, but I did. This is mid-pandemic? No, this was pre-pandemic, actually. Mm. Like, mm. If I was super into baking during the pandemic, I would just be like eating cheesecake at home by myself mm-hmm. or whatever, and that, that'd be no good. Um... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I, I got into baking a few years ago, a few years before the pandemic, even, mm. and uh, mm. uh, made shortbread once. It was pretty good. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I like grandma snacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Verner's. What are Verner's? Soda. soda. It's like a... It's like a ginger ale, but, like, not oh, as good and yeah. not as gingery. I don't know these. You never had a Verner's? No, I don't oh, think so. You gotta have a Verner's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, and it's definitely a grandma. Where can I find one? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I haven't, I haven't seen I've a Verner's in. I don't know. I think uh, you could get it at. Like, I've seen uh, it at the grocery I think store it's before, at Rose, like yeah. Albertsons. Yeah, but I think when you go, it's probably just like one six pack of Verner's is there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they do pack. twelve packs. Yeah, or they don't do twelve. Like I don't know. Maybe not anymore. Maybe, maybe you could find like a two liter of it. What is there? Fresca and Verner's. Those are the two. Fresca's good. I, I like I Fresca. Fresca. Yeah, yeah, I like Fresca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Verner's. Mm-hmm. But those are definitely grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Drinks. I associate like Seven Up too with like my grandparents. That was like the soda that <laughs> my grandparents had. Yeah. I like Seven, seven Up. Is way more geriatric than sprite yeah oh yeah 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 totally totally but i like seven up a lot i i, I do yeah seven up's good yeah now, we all fuck with seven up mm-hmm. <laughs> now where where how do we rank seven up sprite and sierra mist what's your tier your two uh, i think in the exact order you just said seven up sprite sierra mist for me yeah i think i go seven up sierra mist sprite i feel mm-hmm. like sierra mist it's kind of slept on and kind of has a better it's, flavor than it's Sprite. Pretty good. It is, yeah. it is pretty good. I mean, yeah. Sprite. Sprite is good. Yeah. I have a Sprite. Yeah, of course. But I, I like, like all of them. I think Sierra yeah. Mist on flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're Sierra all, Mist they're they're all pretty refreshing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven Up is a little, I think, is the least sweet of the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the most like, old person kind of soda, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like a very, like, you know. 1950s or whatever <laughs> soda. Did any of you have a grandma that, when you were sick, would tell you to drink flat 7-Up? No, not flat. No? I feel like that's a thing that... that 7-Up when I was sick. 
Yeah. yeah but f- but flat. Mm-hmm. No. no that was something. There's no value to flat. I thought the whole point of drinking 7 Up when you have an upset <laughs> stomach is that the, effervescence the, bubbles. And the bubbles. My grandma always said flat 7 Up is the way to go. And I've heard other people say that too, flat that their seven. grandmother said the same thing. Uh, this is not really the 7 Ups at all, but uh, my grandmother did really um, push uh, hot toddies. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. One time I had, like, a really bad fever that came out of nowhere, and it just kept going up and up and up, and my wife's mom recommended a hot toddy, and I was like, well, my my grandmother always would say, oh, drink a hot toddy, and I had one, fever instantly went down. Grandpa's cough medicine. Yeah. <laughs> Whiskey. I'm sucking back on Grandpa's cough medicine. Yeah, I guess medicine. so. Well, there you go. Drink whiskey. Yeah. Is what we say here. At I mean, you started it with Fireball. 2002. Fire is that what yeah. That's not 2002, of he says. Drink whiskey. Uh, well, we should probably get this show started. This show is not about snacks or sodas or whiskey. It's about films. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, would you like to tell us specifically what, what films this show is about? Yeah, welcome to 2002, a film odyssey. Your number one podcast for all things cinema from 2002. Uh, I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. And we've got a guest with us today. Yeah, and we are joined by a very special guest. <laughs> I, I, I think a very special very guest. Because we've been doing this show for about a year now. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised... Over a year. Yeah, over a year. I mean... I'm excited to be here. Uh, we've we've been I've been thinking, man, what's the first episode Dustin's going to be on? Uh, so we are joined by none other than Dustin Rodriguez, aka Desirable D. You, uh, <laughs> Dustin, do you want to tell us what movie we're going to be talking about on oh, this episode? Man, you've been trying to get me to do this for so long. We've been talking uh-huh. about this for months. Yeah. You Maybe been, even... you've been in my ear for oh, mm-hmm. a long time about doing this, so yeah, you know, I'm really excited to be here. And, and mm-hmm. uh, today we're going to be uh, discussing all about the Benjamins, baby. All all about the Benjamins. The the oh, yeah, all about the Benjamins. The buddy action movie starring Ice Cube and Mike Epps, mm-hmm. directed by Kevin Bray. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Bray. Who is the director of the uh, Walking Tall remake with mm-hmm. uh, The Rock. Mm, mm, now mm. he just directs TV. Mm. I was going to say, it's, it felt a lot like TV. A lot of the slices and... Sure. Uh, <laughs> moment pieces from that movie were like... Some some CSI edits. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It feels very CSI Miami, and obviously yeah. it's set it's in Miami. Miami. There's yeah. a lot of San Diego shots, though, I saw. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 What about Long Beach? I didn't, I was looking. Cause I all, didn't notice anything, but yeah. I guess I could look on the IMDb. Because a lot of, a lot of Miami movies are filmed yeah, in Long that Beach. That was something I was looking for tough, actually, because I know that. Yeah. And, um... I didn't, but there's definitely two scenes that were like, one is proper downtown San Diego, Gaston Perea. Yeah. And then Sophie was like, oh my God, that's San Diego. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I don't think the uh, filming locations have been filled out because all it has is like Miami, Florida on there. Oh, and that's okay. it. So and that, yeah. there's no way they just shot this entire movie in Miami. Yeah. So, um, uh, but yeah, that's the movie that we're going to be talking about. That's right. Uh, and I guess we should talk 
because we try to do this at the beginning of each episode, talk about where we are in our odyssey. Because, mm. as you know, on this show, what we're doing is we're watching every movie from the year 2002 yeah. in order of release. Theatrically released. Theatrically released. released, yeah. And this movie came out March 8th, correct? Yep, March 8th. March 8th, 2002. Uh, I we'll talk about if we you know saw this in theaters or whatever. But what uh, were you doing on March eighth in two thousand two? I was seeing this movie. I was seeing <laughs> this movie. Yeah. I went to school and I saw this movie. But uh, but we don't we don't have to get right in to all about the Benjamins. Mm. We can relax a little bit. Dan, what should we do? <laughs> don't 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 make me say it. Why do we have to do this every time? Why do, why do, why do we why do we do the theatrics? Dan clearly wants to chill out before we start. Mm. I need to chill out. Uh, That's right. So when we chill out, we talk about some movies that we've seen recently. That uh, you know anything we've seen recently that we want to talk about, and I think that's cool because it gives our listeners uh, an idea about what are you know what kind of movies we like or what we mm. think about certain movies. Does anybody want to go first? Uh, well, okay. maybe one of us, since Dustin is the guest. Sure. Like, what? Uh, it's been a while since we recorded last, right? Yeah. So I, I was thinking. Well, actually, not I, really. I was thinking that we would just mention a couple, or I would just talk about a couple movies. Maybe not everything I've watched since the last thing, last mm. time we recorded. Right. Uh. Well, it's actually I actually haven't even watched that much stuff. Watched a few movie night movies. Mm-hmm. What did we watch? We watched the one-armed executioner. Yeah, we watched Alley Cat. Mm-hmm. And then we watched uh, Exorcist Two: The Heretic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a not. I don't like that one. No, Exorcist. <laughs> yeah, it's not very good. It's it's, it's a great soundtrack though. Awesome. Yeah, the longest cool. time that was the only one I owned. And I really? Yeah. I, I think it was like Mike's movie or something that I used to live with. But uh-huh. I had it in my DVD collection for the longest time, and I was like, Why? Why uh, do I own this? I mean, it's like. It's interesting. It, it's an interesting yeah. failure. It's, uh, it's not uh, good. Uh, I got distracted pretty often watching it, but um, I, yeah, like you said, it's a really good soundtrack, and it goes all sorts of different directions. Yeah, I feel like it. I was like, what? Yeah, I, uh, I, I also rewatched episode. Well, not rewatch because that was my first time seeing Exorcist two, but um, I did rewatch Exorcist one the night before. Yeah, um, not really. It was just on a whim. I needed something to watch while I was building a piece of like cheap particle board furniture. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, oh, I'll throw on Exorcist. I haven't watched it in a few years or whatever. And uh, I rewatched that, and that movie rules. But um, So yeah. then I was like, well, now I want to watch Exorcist 2, finally see it. Because I have been reading reviews for Exorcist 3. A lot of people really like, like Exorcist, Exorcist 3. Is... Have you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my... With George C. Scott. Not great but better than two yeah is it like kind it's of like years uh, later though i mean I'm, it's been yeah yeah well it's, it came out in 1990 right yeah it's like 13 years after two mm-hmm. yeah is it like kind of wacky to your from what I you remember both two and three were wacky yeah like there's a lot of strange because i feel like i've heard that george c scott gives an odd performance yeah i mean I'm intrigued by the idea of George C. Scott in an Exorcist movie, so 
Uh, I've never seen The Changeling. Do you guys like The Changeling? Oh, man, I haven't yeah. seen it in a very long time. Uh, I've seen The Changeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's My good. My mom loved that film, so I saw it when I was really young, but yeah, it's been, God, it's been 25 years probably since yeah. I've seen that movie. Yeah, it's cool. I'd watch it. It's it's usually on some streaming service. The, it's the like candy. movie, the artwork for that movie always was mm. always had me. Yeah. yeah, but I think a part of me was always like, oh, "This movie's so old; it's probably no good." But my mom really liked it, and then I remember I remember watching it, but I I couldn't. I don't know. It's been yeah, yeah. They're putting it out on 4K later this month, so I was thinking about picking it up because it's like an Arrow video, and they always do those super nice like box set versions of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. It's probably worth picking up. Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend's mad at me for how many DVDs I have. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're preaching to the choir here. Like, yeah. we're, we're I've, uh, DVDs. Oh, I've got a, a, a pretty big cabinet of movies in my living room. And, uh, you know, I got DVDs and Blu-rays in there. And at one point, I told my wife, I was like, you know what, I'm going to move the DVDs somewhere else. I'm going to move the DVDs, like, out to the garage or to a different area. And she got really excited. She was like, oh, that sounds great. And uh, and uh, she was like, are you going to need help, like, moving them all out there? And I was like, oh, you do know I just mean the DVDs and not, <laughs> not the Blu-rays. <laughs> I'm going to keep the Blu-rays in the house. And she got really excited that she thought they were all, like, coming. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you could, I mean, I know she uses the shed also for mm-hmm. working and stuff, but you yeah. could, if you wanted to, you could really convert this into like a little movie den out of here. It could be pretty cool because you could really like line the shelves or something. I guess it's true, but what if it, like, what if it rains and water seeps in and... Yeah, so you're not worried about any of the other uh, things <laughs> in here. And you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't care about that. <laughs> Uh, but uh, my Blu-ray copy of <laughs> Dead Bang can't get wet. Oh, man, I wish I had Dead Bang on Blu-ray. Dead Bang's not on Blu-ray. Oh, okay. I, I want to say it's coming. I feel like I read something about Hopefully. it recently. Dustin, you ever seen Dead Bang with Don Johnson? I, I bought awesome you movie. Dead Bang on DVD, I believe, for a birthday. Did I not give you Dead Bang? Don Johnson cop movie. 1989 he takes on a group of uh, white supremacists it's an awesome movie it's really cool yeah really i was a skeptic i was skeptical until he made me watch it i thought i gave it to you for like a birthday or christmas or something i definitely do not have (laughs) maybe you've just given like everyone dead bang (laughs) (laughs) well i could let you borrow dead bang Mm. yeah no that's it's an awesome movie though it's yeah it's really fun i was I was definitely, like, skeptical, because Andrew watches a lot of fucking movies like that, and he's like, oh, yeah, this is a movie where um, Charles Bronson teams up with Native Americans to fight (laughs) neo-Nazis or something, I'm like, okay. (laughs) Well, that would be a great movie. Yeah, of course. I would watch that for sure. Yeah. (laughs) It's also a Christmas movie. That was what we discovered. Dead Dead Bang is a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie, and it's, like, set at Christmas time, but, yeah. Mm. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, highly recommend. And it's got you the, and any of our. It's listeners. got the dad from Sister Sister. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I think you would actually really like it. Hmm. I'll let you borrow it tonight. Hey, I'd love yeah. to watch it. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that's... Uh, I'm trying to think what else I watched. Um, yeah, we watched The One-Armed Executioner, which is a... Oh, I also, before you go, I yeah. rewatched Poltergeist. Well. Oh, okay. Mm. I, I didn't really care for Poltergeist all that much on this rewatch. Yeah. I never was, like, a huge fan of it, but... Yeah. It's, it's like, kind of a weird uh, tonal balance between Spielberg and Toby Hooper in that movie. It's kind of like AI... Spielberg and Kubrick, yeah. where it's like a lot of this feels like it was done by Spielberg, even though he wasn't the director of it, you know, and it's right. like you feel his influence on it. So it, I don't know. That movie's all right, I guess. But Poltergeist? Yeah. You like Poltergeist? I love the OG Poltergeist. I like yeah. the second Poltergeist too. Never seen two. Uh, I've also never seen two. I've got the soundtrack. The second one is the one with the mirrors. Or is that the third one? Mm, I, I don't know. know. They made a third one. Yeah, there's a third one, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I think it's the second one is the mirrors, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty out of it. Yeah. I mean, what's her name? The young girl's still in that one. That's right before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I haven't seen the first Poltergeist in ten years, at least. Um, Pretty good time. Have you... Uh, ever seen Silent Night, Deadly Night 2? I don't think I have. That's a very fun 80s slasher movie that's like yeah. also a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. uh, it's awesome. It's so bad. Um, but uh, it, it's uh, it's like internet notorious because mm-hmm. um, of the garbage day scene. There's like, <laughs> it's just this clip that like went viral on the internet. But like, Viral on the internet like 15 years ago. Right. Old internet. And um, it's just this guy taking out trash and then some other guy comes up to him and just says, Garbage day! And then he shoots him. (laughs) But the performance of the the, main bad guy in Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 is truly something to behold. Because we watched it last year. Was it last year that we watched that? Yeah, probably like a little over... 2020, right? Yeah, probably 2020 we watched that. Yeah. yeah. It's an awesome movie. It's mm. very fun. I mean, it's not good, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, have you watched anything lately? or? Uh, yeah, I watched some movies recently. Um, the last thing I saw in the theater was The Moon Age Daydream. Yeah. I mean, it's a documentary. It's not. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? I loved it. I thought it was incredibly uh, entertaining. The sound was amazing. That, that's what the I heard. Editing, the sound design, the is sound really and the cool. editing was, uh, you know, unmatched. Um, I would have taken some drugs, and I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that um, uh, from people who've seen it that IMAX is the way to go. Yeah, so if I, you, I yeah, saw it in IMAX. Go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I smoked a big joint before I got there. But yeah. Uh, I had some mushroom chocolates and I could have, I should have eaten those. Because um, <laughs> it, it was never, uh, I mean. Because the sound I've heard is very like collage right? It's very like, collage It mixes yes. in like interviews and. Interviews with. Live with performances, Live right? performance, but also a lot of um, field recordings and mm. things like everyday sounds that you don't realize are coming. Car crashes, sirens phone calls, mm-hmm. things that are kind of jarring in the midst of yeah. what you're watching, but like they really 
tie in the next scene or that they're they're the moment of you know the edit that brings something new in and you're just mm-hmm. like, oh my god but it, it helped that transition so much yeah um, nice it was great uh but then like i've been um just showing sophie's younger than me so we've mm-hmm. been watching a lot of other movies we've i've been trying to show her movies that i love and be interested in movies that she's into mm-hmm. so i made her a trade it wasn't a very fair trade yeah but i said i would watch all the harry potter films uh-huh if she watched the alien saga yeah you guys a lot more harry potter than there is alien there's saga. a lot yeah. more well so, uh, i mean not if you count like the avps and stuff which yeah, you did not I mean, i'm assuming what, okay. the first avp i'll show her uh are you Okay, what is your alien saga? Are you counting like Prometheus and Covenant in that? I'll count Prometheus. Covenant can suck a dick. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, okay. I fucking hate that movie. Uh, you know, I don't mind Covenant. Yeah. I actually, I, I, I'm the same way. I also kind of enjoy Covenant. <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. that you don't like I am, have anything nice to say about Covenant. I hate that movie. What about the the no. the chest it's bursting? It's a great chest that Come out of the back, back no, bursting. That's not no. Oh, I, I'm surprised the, that you don't. The, the spores, mm-hmm. the David scene, the where the Davids are like let's, trying. Let's to... kill off the the what are they called the mm-hmm. the. Uh, I, I haven't the seen big it giant anyway. white fuckers. I haven't seen it in like five years, but yeah, that's been a while. No, no, <laughs> that movie is trash. <laughs> I didn't that hate movie, it. Why did they make? Why he he just wanted to? That was no. <laughs> Well, it, it was supposed. They were supposed to do a third. Yeah, they too. were supposed to do a third. But why didn't they do a third? Because Covenant sucks so much dick. <laughs> Nobody went to see it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's so. garbage. <laughs> I didn't hate and, Covenant. That's and all. None I'll of say. it. None of it. It takes the Alien Saga so far from the Alien Saga that I was like, like even at the end of Prometheus, I was like, yeah, these fucking things don't even look mm-hmm. like the Xenomorphs that I'm trying to watch. Yeah. But the you know, I wasn't yeah. completely upset with it. Yeah, I really enjoyed where they took the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really wanted an origin story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Covenant just took the origin story and shit on it. They were like, "Oh, remember that origin story we were telling you? Hold on, let me wipe my ass with that really quick." <laughs> no. Uh... I, I like the the David stuff in that movie where the David I, I, is I, I do too like I think he's really kind of seducing movie. the other David no. and it's yeah. like kind of gothic feeling I, why that scene is so long oh and, with the flute uh, yeah fuck the flute <laughs> there's this is an alien film we don't need this isn't fucking Lord of the Rings bro like what uh I didn't mind I didn't mind Covenant that's all I'll say well, I mean, I wouldn't like rewatch it all the time, but I'm never, I, I'm never gonna watch that movie. I, I own it. I, I, it's still sealed. Like, so I haven't even opened my copy. I wait. I was so excited. Like, I was yeah. so excited to see that film. Yeah. And I walked out of there so bummed. But I did just rewatch Resurrection with her the other night. Uh huh. The Jean Pierre Junet one. Yeah. Basketball scene. I. Also, loathe watching the last 15, 20 minutes of that film. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind it up until the end. Um, 
Guys. Sophie was ecstatic watching that film mm-hmm. and hated the other ones because she said she was she had too much anxiety watching the other films. Mm. Even Aliens, I feel. I mean, a, I mean, Aliens is, is like I adrenaline pumping. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I love that. That movie's so good. That's. I mean, there's no all the Paxton one. That's an end all be all for me right there. That film to me is like as good as action or sci-fi horror can be right there. Yeah. Um, I, I Comedy s- even. Like, right. I saw all of the aliens for the first time in my life in, uh, I think, one week. And do you know which one I saw first? Resurrection. Resurrection. Oh, I saw that in God. theaters. I saw it in theaters also yeah. before I had seen the other ones. Stop it. Yeah. Well, and I then, mean, that, when did that come out? 97? 97. 97? Seven? I think I think I think ninety seven, yeah. Yeah, so I was like ten. Okay. When I saw that movie, and I thought it was like pretty scary at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ron Perlman. I just I liked Ron Perlman and, a lot. Uh, um, Michael Wincott. Yeah. Our man Michael Wincott. I just it's the end is so fucking gross and like the <laughs> situation where the queen develops like a uterus and gives yeah. proper birth. Uh huh. Get out of here. No. I believe <laughs> I believe that is uh, previous guest uh, Micah's favorite alien movie. Uh, I don't know if it's his favorite, but I think... Is it his favorite? I think it's his favorite well, one. We'll have him back and he can def- defend himself if he needs to. I do too, love... He, he likes it, I know that. I love Sigourney Weaver's mm-hmm. uh, portrayal of a cloned version of herself as Ripley. I think that... I think she's so unhinged in that film and like a freak and I mm-hmm. love that I love that but I just there's so much about that movie too that I'm just like ugh where do you stand the, on the freak? human alien baby at the end with the yeah. the, the like yeah oh, and he's licking her and they're fucking touching faces and shit mm-hmm. and he's making baby noises yeah fuck out of here with that shit <laughs> not it's for you movie dude no <laughs> No, and then it gets sucked out the out the thing through the pole. Yeah, screaming. Mm-hmm. No, I don't need that. <laughs> Not in your alien movie. No. Yeah. I was ready for that Neil Blomkamp version where they just cut that whole film out. Well, they cut the third one out too. Oh, so was supposed to be. He was gonna do a one that yeah that, uh, that, that would have washed over right over right after uh, Aliens. Oh, okay. Um, where Newt and Hicks didn't die. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Sigourney was on for it, but uh, Ridley Scott wouldn't let him make it until he finished all three films. Yeah. Which he's not even going to finish. We're not even going to get a fucking end to it. I wonder... Uh, Covenant 2. I wonder when we will get another Alien movie, if we ever will. We might not. I mean, at this point... It. It's probably best to just let it lie. I think after Covenant <laughs> and the last two AVPs... We need to put Danny we McBride. Could just put it to, we could just put it to bed now. <laughs> yeah, the that's last right. AVP is so bad. It's AVP two. Uh, Requiem, oh, Colorado. I never Requiem. saw that. We saw I never saw first, it. We saw the first one at a test screening. Yeah, and that was like one of the worst movies I'd ever seen at that point in my life. Yeah, we saw a version of uh, Alien vs. Predator that was incomplete. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember you told me that. Special effects that. were not done, and when. Big like special effects moments would happen. It would just write in text on the screen what was happening, yeah. like sp- explosion on spaceship or uh, 
fire like that's so whack. fire blaster firing <laughs> and like laser cannon if you're gonna do an alien vs predator movie you have the two biggest horror science fiction franchises of all time mm-hmm. both are all rated r and then you're gonna go let me put oh yeah, P- yeah pg-13 pg-13 version yeah. real quick hold on that's the only one that was pg-13 right i feel like requiem's rated r yeah requiem's rated r Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I watched that, and then I watched the Harry Potters, uh-huh. which I'm. I can go this way or that way. I don't really, Take or leave. I don't really. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about mm-hmm. most of the Harry Potters. Uh, I think it's fine if you're into it. It's just not my thing. Yeah. I never read the books or anything. And yeah. Like I said, she's younger than me. She's really in. She was way into the books, and yeah, she's really into Harry Potter. Like she knows all of it mm-hmm. she like quizzes me yeah like, I don't know. Qu- quizzes yeah yeah i mean if somebody told me that uh like i had to watch all of the harry potters like tomorrow i'd be like all right i guess like if i have to but if they also what, said like what would the scenario be where you have to i don't know what that would be <laughs> like <laughs> we're gonna your head <laughs> we're gonna kill you otherwise uh or uh if somebody was like you can never watch another harry potter movie I'd be like, all right, that's That fine. wouldn't be a punishment. I'd be like, all right, fine. That's the rest of my life then, because I wasn't planning on it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I saw all the Harry Potter movies except for part two of the Deathly Hallows, the, like, the last one. The conclusion. And for some reason, I just think that's so funny to like make it all the way. 95% of the way through that franchise or whatever and just like, yeah. yeah, I don't need to see it, the last part. Part two of the last movie. Yeah, no, I'm just never, probably never going to see it. I don't even it. remember. What is the fifth one? Prisoners of... Wait. Uh, so the third That's one was third. Prisoner of Azkaban. The fourth one was Order of the Phoenix. The fifth was... Uh, Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. Yeah, that's the one I just watched. Okay. So you haven't made it to the end yet. No, this. no, I'm still stuck in it. And then it, it, there's a Rise of the Phoenix, right? Yep. And then Deathly Hollows. I tried. I I made uh, Sophie watch The Descent the other night. Yeah, and she kept trying to be like, "Yo, that counts as one of the movies for, for <laughs> the Harry Potter." And I was like, "No, it doesn't count." And she's like, "Yeah, it's like underground aliens." And I was like, "No, uh, that's absolutely yeah, spelunking." Yeah, spelunking, and they're no, they're mutated humans that have evolved underground. No, yeah, this, this does not count. She's like, "Yeah, but it's scary aliens underground." I said, "No, you don't get to put that in the alien saga." I'm sorry, it's not. No. Doesn't count. You still owe me films. So I'm, now I'm going to put it on the Predator films. It's mm-hmm. uh, Half-Blood Prince, not oh. Rise of the Phoenix or whatever you said. Is Rise know. of the Phoenix not a Harry Potter movie? Order of the Phoenix? Order, Order of, the of the Phoenix. Okay. Uh, how many of those fucking things are eight? there? Is there eight or nine? There's eight. Uh, there's, okay, let's I think see. there's seven, but one of them was a two-parter. Sorcerer's Stone... Then there was Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. Then there was Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban. Then there was so, uh, Goblet of Fire. Mm. Is that the fourth one or the fifth one? That's the fourth one. And then the fifth one is uh, which Order of the Phoenix? I guess that's the one I just. Which watched. one was the one with like uh, pulp or with like Jarvis Cocker? Uh, that's Prisoner of Azkaban. That was no, the Alfonso Cuaron one. I don't. It? I don't think so. I think that was a later one. The first two suck. Really. Yeah, they're like. That was Goblet of Fire. Yeah, you're I right. That's Goblet, Goblet of Fire. Fire. 
it started getting more interesting when the like were the first two were the same director or no? Yeah, the first two were Christopher, Christopher Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then it starts you get different directors. I I'd say significantly darker yeah, when it, the third it, one rolls around. So, yeah. I remember, I mean, it's been years, but I remember thinking that Prisoner of Azkaban was the best one. Maybe that's, maybe I was just biased because, like, Alfonso Cuaron directed that one, yeah. and, like, all the other ones were just directed by, like, English TV directors, basically. Yeah. Or it was all, like, one guy. That was the thing. It? All those movies have so many TV, like, British yeah. TV actors in them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Richard Griffiths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think most people consider the third one the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I it's like I said, it's been years. I mean, I remember thinking like four and five were like fine. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I remember thinking the first one with uh, Ray Fiennes was pretty good, but uh, if you were to ask me which one that was, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Fifth one, maybe? Maybe. Sure. That sounds right. Yeah. Or around there. I only saw all these movies once. Yeah. I hope this is my... <laughs> now that I live with her, it's probably not my only time seeing each one of these once, but I'm going to hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, I don't want to, like, talk too much shit on these movies. It's just not my cup of tea. No, yeah, I mean... Some of them, I mean, I've been entertained. Yeah. But I also fell asleep a bunch. I, I I don't know if I should feel bad for the guy or applaud him for basically setting himself up for life. I mean, I'm sure he's, like, rich rich for the, forever now. But the David Yates, the guy who directed, mm-hmm. like, uh, five, six, seven, and then both, part, both parts of eight, mm-hmm. that guy just directs... Harry Potter stuff now because he's directed all of the Fantastic Beasts Beasts. movies also good for him and like (laughs) like that's just all that guy does he doesn't do anything else what was that movie he did with like uh, Bill Nighy and uh, Kelly McDonald that was like a kind of like a lost in translation kind of yeah, I don't think he directed that. He didn't do that movie, that no. rom, that romantic movie. I remember that movie, but I can't uh, remember what that movie was called. He didn't direct it. Um, I mean, I can look it up, but uh, I I do remember that movie. Mostly just because I've had like a lifelong crush on Kelly McDonald. So, mm. um, you familiar with Kelly McDonald? Diane from Transpotting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Josh Brolin's wife from No Country for Old Men. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyhow, that movie that I was talking about was called The Girl in the Cafe, and it was directed by David Yates. Really? Yeah, that's, that's... what I was thinking. Oh, because it was a television film. That's why. Gotcha. Mm. That's because it wasn't on his Wikipedia for uh, <laughs> filmography, and it's because it's in the TV section. Yeah. Okay. I just pulled like an image of this movie up, and Dustin was looking at this. You've never yeah, seen no, this movie. Never. I don't know if this no. would, if you'd have any. That's interest. not on my radar. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, yeah, David Yates. All right. Yeah. Well, um, just the Harry Potter guy now. I yeah. mean, good for him. I mean, I'm sure he's making some solid money doing that. Probably. Yeah. I'm, well, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you watched all the Harry Potters. Not all of them. A good I'm chunk. Up to the Rise the, of the Phoenix. Yeah. 
Um, Anything else to you? No. No. Not not that's super noteworthy. Oh, I watched that <laughs> the princess movie that just recently came out. Um, what's her name? Spencer? Redheaded girl. Mm. She's stuck at the top of the castle and she fights her way to the bottom. Rapunzel? No, it's just called The Princess. Oh, oh gotcha. Uh, I like how you thought Princess Diana. Spencer. The film is just called The Princess. Oh, okay. It's a Hulu movie. Okay, with Joey King. Mm. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Olga Kurilenko. In, oh, entertained. Okay. I was entertained. Well, you were you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the fight scenes are lackluster, but yeah. I was definitely entertained. Yeah. That's pretty violent. Nice. It's kind of like the raid, but upside down. And with a princess instead of... Literally upside down? Well, like... Like... She's going down. Oh, got it, got she's it. She's going down the, the castle. Uh, He's going up, you know? Yeah. Um, I just thought it would have been cool when you said that if, like, everybody was, like, walking on the ceiling. Oh, walking on the ceiling? No. <laughs> Not the case. But no, that's oh, that'd be pretty wild. Like, like, like Lionel Richie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dancing on the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that that was a, it. Was just fun. Was yeah, fun. nice. I can't say that it was incredible or yeah, but uh, I had a good time watching it. Yeah, I'm. Other I'm. That, I'm so like. I feel so out of touch with all these movies that go like straight to streaming. Somebody like, just get dumped on there. It's like I did see the new Predator Prey. Prey, yeah. I have been meaning to watch that. Did you like it? It was okay. It was okay. It was okay. Everybody kept saying it was the best Predator yet. Best Predator sequel? Sequel. Okay, sorry. This is not definitely not the best Predator. It's still not. Come on. We won't go on too much of a tangent, but what's the best Predator sequel in your opinion? Because I I don't think Predators is that bad. With Adrian Brody. I liked Adrian Brody. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that, that... um, that storyline is pretty cool. Yeah, all the most dangerous assassins, assassins. dropped on one planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I'm OG. Like I'm gonna forever say Predator Two is the best sequel. Yeah, Predator Two isn't that bad. No, it's not that bad. It's it's corny. But you have Bill Paxton. You got mm-hmm. Danny Glover. Like, and of course Gary Busey. And Gary Busey. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually the only Predator sequel I've ever seen. I haven't seen the Adrian Brody one or Predators the is cool. Shane Black one. And the cat, you know, the cast in Predators is nice. Yeah, it's a good cast. Good, cool story. Good cast. I I like it a lot. I like it a lot. But Predator Two is the best. And oh. Predator, pre- the new Predator, the Predator, the Predator. Yeah, the Shane Black one. That, that was, was a, trash. That was a movie that. <laughs> Had a really troubled uh, production, I guess. Yeah. Or, like, that movie, like, could have maybe been interesting from what I've heard. Like, people who read, like, the original script or whatever. Um, Because I've never seen it, so I don't know. But, um, yeah, that movie movie got taken away from him, basically, in the editing room. So, it's hard to even... I mean, obviously. I, I don't know. I'm not, like, a huge Shane Black guy. Like... Actually, I'm not really at all, but, like, um... It did kind of feel like a 90s movie. Just not a very good one. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it had that feel, but... Yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. a fan of it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I really haven't... Watched too watched much else? A lot of stuff recently. I've been so busy, but, uh... 
I mean, the last film that I watched that I am just still so in awe of was uh, Moon everything. Oh yeah, everything everywhere. I did see Nope. Mm-hmm. And I'll say Nope. Oh okay. No, interesting. Uh, you know what? I had to see it twice for it to really click with me, and I would say I love it. Okay. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Okay, this is another thing. The ending of a movie really can is, you know. So you had qualms. I had qualms with the end yeah. of the film. Um, what the fuck did that thing turn into? Why? What? Uh. What? what? Um, I did. There was moments that I wanted to be real, and then they weren't. Like, uh, is it okay uh, to do spoilers on this? I assume it's been out for a long time now. We can. Yeah, I mean, you could. Like when he's in the when he's in the barn or in the horse. Uh, yeah. Barn, uh-huh. and the little aliens are coming out. Yeah. You were. I was, so hyped, uh-huh. and that shit was terrifying. Uh-huh. The way they came out. Mm-hmm. And then there were kids, and I was like, Get "Yeah, the fuck that was here. a fake out. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good fake out. Great fake out. Yeah, but I was mad because I was ready. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah." But uh, and then there are, there's so many scenes where I was like, "Yes, this is this is perfect filmmaking." Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I'm just like, "We waited all this whole time for this thing to become whatever the fuck this thing is that nobody can tell." What the fuck is this thing? The, you mean like that the the, the, the ship, ship was an alien? Itself. Yeah. That looked like some kind of sea creature. Yeah, why was it a why was it a disc and then a square? I hated that. Well I think it's just because the the ship was just an alien. Still hated it. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I would no see matter, it again. Yeah. No matter what, you gotta just appreciate that like Universal is giving Jordan Peele money to make movies like that. Like even if even if you think it's flawed or whatever, like it's just cool that like someone out there is getting big budget money to make original movies, horror movies like that. Like that's cool. I, I mean, had plenty yeah. of plenty of moments where I was like, yes. Yes. Yeah. And then as soon as that thing transformed, I was like you were you were out. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, well, I'd, I'd see it again. I, I, I mean, I'll watch it again. And I do think that it has... I mean, there's so much underlying... Mm-hmm. Stuff you can read into. To read mean? into in that, yeah. in that film. Um, and I think that... I think that Jordan Peele has great... I mean, great ideas. I didn't like Us as much as I liked Get Out. Mm-hmm. But not many films made me feel like Get Out did. Yeah. I walked out of Get Out and I was... I think we saw Get Out and then I went together. And walked over to... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a heavy one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I mean... You know, I, I, will, I will definitely watch Nope again, but... Well... I left that movie theater not knowing what I how I felt. I was like, did I like that? Did I hate it? <laughs> what what happened? Yeah. Well, if for some reason it, it ever gets screened in IMAX around here again, we should go see it. I thought it was gorgeous in the fact that, like, you know, the um, the landscapes and the mm-hmm. uh, 
shots of the of the, the sky and the clouds with whatever the machine or whatever the uh, mm-hmm. saucer was. It was a cool dipping through. Yeah. It the was sounds a, were the sound was great. Yeah, the sound design on that movie is incredible. Yeah. Which is like Andrew saw it in IMAX, right? The yeah. second time. Because the like, first time I saw it, the sound was shitty and that was the theater's fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, in IMAX it was fantastic. I'll watch it again. Yeah, I'd watch it again. But yeah, that's about where I'm at. That's where you're at as far as stuff you've seen. Uh, well, the only thing I want to mention that I saw, and this was kind of a while ago at this point, this was probably a month ago or maybe more, uh, I got to see Lost Highway in theaters, which I have never seen in theaters. And, uh, it was like the new remaster. Really good. Comes out on 4K next week. Yeah, it comes out on Criterion, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Criterion, no? Yeah. Because I remember for a while, uh... It had just like the worst transfer. I don't know if you remember that DVD that came out in the '90s. Just looked very ugly. Mm. One of the worst looking DVDs I've ever seen. Wow. Uh, I, mean, I think that Robert Blake scene in that movie is probably the creepiest scene in movie history, uh, especially given the real life context with Robert Blake. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you're just like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> uh. Where, like, Bill Pullman's like, you're fucking crazy, man. Yeah, at the party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hands him the phone. Smiling, yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty great scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was really cool to see that in theaters and see it look how it was probably meant to be seen. Where did, I like you, where did you see it? Uh, I saw it at the uh, Frida Theater uh-huh. in Santa Ana, California, <laughs> for our listeners that don't live in california uh they're playing some fun stuff this month for october as is the new bev it's always i always like i mean i always like looking at those theaters this time of year because you know see some fun old horror movies or something on the big screen and stuff but like like lost highway it's just like oh i never even had a chance to see that yeah you know yeah yeah that's about all i've seen lately uh, I saw Barbarian. Too. Oh, I did see Barbarian. Uh, and Barbarian was quite good. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of like there's movies coming out lately where the draw is, like, you don't really know what it's about. Like, you should go into it knowing as little as possible. And I think, uh, what's the o- Olivia Wilde movie? Don't Worry Darling. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I've heard is not very good, but that has kind of a similar uh draw right that you don't really know what it's about going no, into it i don't think so I, people the reason people are seeing that is because of all the real life drama ah because there was like set drama between olivia wilde and, and Florence Pugh and like harry styles uh, harry styles and then um shia labeouf was like fired from that movie mm. But then it turned out that he wasn't fired he quit yeah um and then there's all this like drama about Florence Pugh not promoting the movie or doing mm. any of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, from what I can tell, that movie is just like a Stepford Wives kind of thing. Mm. It's just like a like a misogynist cult or whatever. And it's yeah. like some sort of like you little like Palm Springs like utopia society. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Now. I yeah. was trying to come up. I was trying to think about what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that, that movie yeah, yeah. really bad. Yeah, it's yeah. not supposed to be good, but 
it, I just kind of like that there's movies coming yeah. out now that aren't just like big budget superhero movies where that's sort of the draw where you don't yeah. really know what it is you're about to see. You know what I've heard is good on the same lines is uh, Smile. Mm-hmm. I've heard yeah. that's pretty good. I thought it looked kind of stupid <clears throat> in the trailer, but... Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it kind of just looked like It Follows, but with yeah. smiling. Grin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that, uh, that new David O. Russell movie came out today, the day of recording this, not the day when people are going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie, have you seen the, have you guys seen the reviews for that? It's called like Amsterdam, I think. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Amsterdam. Uh, <laughs> David O. Russell's not going to be uh, nominated for an Oscar this year. I oh, think. okay. It's like 34% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. And, like, David O. Russell's, like, like s- totally changed his career trajectory and started directing these, like, Oscar baby yeah. quasi-comedies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that movie, like, get, he's got this huge cast and it's like, oh, it's... The new David O. Russell picture from the director of Silver Linings Playbook and uh, the Fighter. Uh, what's the what was the stupid seventies one? Uh, American Hustle. I hated that movie, American Hustle. Yeah, can't say that I did watch that one. With, uh, Bradley Cooper and Christian Bale also. Yeah, Bale's like in all of his movies now. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, that movie's supposed to be terrible. Yeah, I don't know why that kind of makes me happy. <laughs> also because. David O. Russell seems like a real piece of shit from, yeah. like, a lot of people's perspective, so. Yeah. Uh, I probably won't see it, but maybe. I don't know. Never say never. I'm not gonna see it. I'm really excited to see, uh, the new Park Chan Wook movie that comes out next mm-hmm. week. Uh, Decision to Leave. Yeah. Being Have you seen the trailer for that? Looks cool. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be good. Director of like Old Boy and Stoker oh. and Thirst yeah. and yeah yeah wow. yeah it's supposed to be great. Have you guys ever seen? I know we should probably like quit talking about this <laughs> stuff and get into all of it. So we've been Avengers. chilling out for a while. Have you guys ever seen Joint Security Area JSA? Uh no, but okay, uh, that's a Park Chan Wook movie also. I know it's one of Tarantino's favorites. I bought it like. One of the most recent Kino Lorber sales. Not not the most recent one, but the previous one. Mm-hmm. So I have it. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm excited to watch it. Um, I always thought it sounded really cool. It's like the mo- the whole movie like takes place like on the north north and south Korean border. Mm. So it's like all about the demilitarized zone. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I heard it's good. Just a movie. I was wondering if either of you guys had seen. No, but I'd like to. Well, maybe I'll pick it for movie night once yeah. we get through October. Mm-hmm. What's up with movie night? We, uh, every Wednesday, we watch a movie together with Travis, our, our buddy. Ooh. You're more than welcome to come if you ever want to. But, uh... But you, you work on Wednesdays usually, right? usually work Wednesday yeah. But... But we can... Who's to say? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's, I like, uh, mo- I like movies. You do? Yeah. <laughs> that's why you're here, to talk yeah. movies. <laughs> Specifically. Specifically, Specifically, all about the Benjamins. Benjamins. Uh, Did anybody see this movie in theaters? No. No, no, I didn't see this movie until right now. You you watched it for the... I had never seen this before. Watched it for the first time yesterday, right? Uh, Yeah, 
Well, the last two days, because I started it then two nights ago and then mm-hmm. finished it yesterday yeah. afternoon. Dustin? Oh, no, I have seen it probably in 2002, but not again since, not again till the last till, two days, yeah. Yeah, you watched it today for the first time, right? Uh, or for, I, for the I first time part since. part of it the other night, fell asleep, yeah. and then watched the rest of it today, yeah. I think it took all of us multiple sittings to get through this movie, mm-hmm. which is yeah. funny because it's like not that long. It's a ninety-minute movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's a ninety-minute action comedy too. Like, right. if you think of any movie that should be breezy enough to get through in one sitting, it should be a ninety-minute action comedy. And I still, I was like, I, I found myself dozing off when Oscar <laughs> Isaac gets killed <laughs> in like the first like twenty minutes of the movie, and I was like, yeah. I gotta go to sleep. Uh, and then I picked it up the next day. Yeah. Uh, I did see this movie in theaters opening night with my dad. Nice. And it was a sold out. No, it was just me and my dad and it was a sold out show and it brought the house down. Oh yeah, I can totally. Uh, I also saw next Friday in theaters opening night Mm. and that equally brought the house down. So you're a big Mike Epps fan. I mean, I think just because well. it was a movie that was out yeah. that, you know, I went to see it. Uh, but I do remember, like, even watching it uh, yesterday, I remember it like, oh, yeah, this got a huge crowd response. People thought this was hilarious. I remember people Whoa. thinking that it was... What was the biggest laugh that you can recall? Oh, man. Uh... It was definitely, like, one of the Mike, Ep- Mike Epps, like, sure. shtick moments. Like, maybe the, uh... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What about... slows it down? Yeah. Or, uh... When he's making fun of that guy's hairline. Oh. Uh, yeah. 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 What do you say? You dream in movies? <laughs> that, made me, I, that made me laugh. I, I yeah. That. Uh, that was good. That was, that was probably good. Yeah, we can talk a little later about what we think about Mike Epps in general. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think of another like moment from this movie. Uh, and, oh, the Mike Epps, uh, uh, the lottery ticket rap. Oh, yeah. Where, where he was like, 35. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I won't do the whole thing. That's probably for the best. <laughs> probably for the best. <laughs> but uh, that got a huge, okay. some, some big laughs. He has a little beatbox in there. Yeah. Uh, I, this movie I haven't thought of in 20 years. Mm. I realized why when, we, when I watched it uh-huh. recently, or this last two days, I was like, Oh, I mean, in 2002, yeah, I was this, like, hardcore underground rap nerd. I mean, sure. don't get me wrong, I had yeah. done my time with Cube already, like, I had already yeah. learned the classics, mm-hmm. but I was in this, like, anti-capitalistic, like, hardcore, yeah. fucking immortal technique, to, you know, 9-11 had just happened, uh-huh. I was not about rappers making money i was about rappers making rap records that yeah that was it so i was super anti like all about the benjamins was everything that i was anti you know sure I mean? it was like 
the P Diddy of I didn't I no longer was okay with you know mm-hmm. that shit and I feel like this was the exact exact time when Ice Cube was making films that I was no longer like I was like fuck Ice Cube yeah he sold out my man sold out and that's why I think that I was not on this film right away you know right and uh, watching it I just had these weird flashbacks of being so like you know fuck fuck this guy for making movies <laughs> like this um little did we know that it would actually get worse when he did his like uh uh family comedies yeah, yeah. Like, and stuff <laughs> he really sold out later on yeah yeah um but, yeah he really did but uh i can't you know i'm gonna i mean as i look back now i i don't have any bad words about Ice Cube. To say about Cube. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he was did just what he did, and he made he made his he made his you know his, his money and he yeah. paved his way. It was all about the Benjamins. It's all about the Benjamins, man. Um, uh, but if you go, I mean, if you go see Ice Cube today, his show is still as hard as it ever was. And, but yeah, that's definitely what what I was thinking when this movie came out. I was like, yeah, like this is I, lame. I, I don't need to see this. Yeah, um, based on a Puff Daddy song. Yeah, it, yeah. That's another thing. See, it is based on it. Was that's what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you, you guys notice that Ice Cube got a writing credit on this movie? Yeah, right? he, he does. Co-wrote yeah, he it. co-wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Co-wrote it. yeah. <laughs> is Cube Vision is that his? Yeah, Cube Vision's sure his. Is. It was his. Was his. <laughs> Funny if it wasn't. Right. It's <laughs> his. Like, yeah, total coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, because Cube Vision was also uh, next, uh, next Friday. Next Friday. Yeah. Uh, um, was that what's it? Uh, what was this film where he's in the van, the van with all the kids? Uh, are we there yet? Are we there oh, yet? That's not a cube vision. <laughs> uh, it might be. Uh, I don't know. Be, I, I mean, don't he might have. Never seen that. He might have put some money into that. And are we done yet? Was that the sequel? Yeah, which you and I. Whoa, there's a sequel to that? that. Yeah, Dan and I did see that in theaters. Oh, I don't know. I, that's the one I where he was like remodeling his house. Ah. And John C. McGinley is his, like his neighbor. Mm, that sounds. A little is it coming back to you? A little bit. Yeah, I'm not sure why we saw that. That was just in our <laughs> "we'll go see anything" face. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not judging you. Uh, speaking, of, this is a brief, brief tangent, but mm-hmm. um, do you guys ever get those weird ads on Instagram that are just like clearly cameos that these companies bought for like random celebrities? Oh, and they, like, like get them to like pitch. Like- game like phone games yeah have you yeah. seen the john c mcginley one the i Royal have match <laughs> i absolutely that have one's so funny <laughs> and it pops up on my phone like all the time and it's just people go to cameo the website and buy a john c mcginley cameo and then get just like write a little script for him to like pitch their shitty ass mobile game and he'll read it and just be like ah this game's fan-. he's like it's fantastic the king Who's always in a bit of a pickle, and then at one point you see his eyes shift over, clearly looking at his script. Yeah. Oh, it's so he good. just read what this game was about. Yeah, yeah I, I did. I think I saw that yesterday, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I get it constantly on there. Like almost every time I log on Instagram, I see it, and I watch it every single time, and it makes me laugh. Do you, you know who John C. McGinley is? Uh, one of the henchmen from The Rock. Uh, red-haired the, fella. The the main doctor from Scrubs. 
Yeah, uh, you, you'll definitely know when you see him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah, absolutely. In a bunch of Oliver oh. Stone movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did some camp, oh, yeah. like some ad for <laughs> some phone game. We should get him to do an ad for this show. Yeah. We could. I mean, honestly, I, that thought has crossed my mind. I mean, we could probably find a cheaper celebrity than that. But then, <laughs> what are we going to do with that? Because it's not like we have the money to pay to promote it on Instagram like Royal Match does. I guess so that's true. It, it would just go on our Instagram with the same people that see it. It doesn't cost that much to promote something on Instagram. Yeah, I guess I've never really looked into it too much. Yeah, It I depends on your reach, I think, like how much you set your reach mm-hmm. to. Yeah. We could try. Let's and hit up John C. McGinley. It's Johnny C. McGinley for 2002. <laughs> Film Aussie. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's exactly what he sounds yeah. like for the Royal Match <laughs> Anyway, all right. All uh, about back to all He's about not even in this movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I saw this in theaters. It was, in my theater, it was a huge hit. Mm. People thought it was hilarious. Uh, we should probably do a quick plot description. Mm. Yeah. Uh, quick elevator. There's not, there's not really a lot to the plot. It's, yeah. I mean, you got, uh, he's a, he's a bounty hunter. Bookum. Ice Cube Cube plays Bookum, a bounty hunter. Bookum's just his nickname, right? No, I think, I I think Bookum is his last name. Yeah. Because it's not, it's, right. It's not Bookum, like, spelled out like. B-U-C-U-M. Yeah. It's B-U-C-U-M. It's not like B-O-O-K. E-M. Space. Apostrophe E M. It's it's it feels like one of those like seventies detective movie things where yeah. they have like a, a slightly too clever name for their mm. character. Um, and it's like I guess kind of funny or whatever. It's like oh yeah, his name's Bookham and he books him <laughs> or whatever. Like, yeah, that's clearly like what they were thinking when mm. they wrote it. You know, like if like Isaac Hayes were in the movie or something like that. Yeah, like Truck Turner. Uh, yeah, I like. I mean, I like. I did like that it was like a standard diamond heist mm-hmm. situation, but with an extra, we got another money scam. Yeah, an it's extra layer. It's not a scam, but yeah, a lot of ticket. Uh, yeah, and yeah, him and Eva Mendez, who I didn't know was in this movie. <laughs> Eva Mendez. Yeah, you had you have like some of the biggest actors of today in this movie, but in minor right. roles. Oscar Isaac. Uh, Eva Mendez. I don't know. Eva Mendez. Wait, she doesn't do too much. Is, the, is he the? He is in the photo, photographer. Scene? He's one of the. He's the photographer's assistant. He gets shot in the head. Like he's Frank. Frank, because he's like I'm Frank. Yeah, you know my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So just getting back to the elevator pitch description of the movie. So a bounty hunter, played by Ice Cube, uh, is assigned to apprehend like this like low level con man played by Mike Epps Reggie Reggie uh but when he's trying to capture him he like kind of ends up getting tied into this diamond heist which sets you know a series of events into motion right but Mike Epps is also trying to get his lotto ticket back mm-hmm. yeah from the diamond heist situation uh-huh. right so they they ultimately just get wrapped up in in this like diamond heist criminal plan and they have to fight for their lives. Yeah, I feel like getting uh, <laughs> Tommy Flanagan as the villain is. I feel like 
their like first eight choices were yeah. were not available not or him. didn't yeah, want to yeah, do yeah, this yeah, movie to get Tommy Flanagan yeah. from like Braveheart and Gladiator and stuff. And um, uh, was wait. he in Mission Impossible too? Isn't yet. No, no. That's Tom Cruise's cousin in Mission Impossible Two. I could have sworn it? Tommy Flanagan was maybe, also maybe in he Mission Impossible Two. Uh, I'll, I'll check. I'll check that while you. He was definitely the cab driver from the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo. The one who like dives out of the car. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Tommy Flanagan's a re- a very recognizable face because he. Uh, I think most people know him from maybe Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, he's on that. He's got a a big scar slash across his face. That yeah, I guess. Happened. He was like coming home from a DJ gig in Glasgow because he's Scottish. Um, obviously, if you watch this movie, but um, uh, and he just got attacked, and I guess it's called like a Glasgow smile or something like that, where they just like right. carve like Joker style into his face, and that's like why he has that slash like no fucking vaguely way. across his cheeks and the shape of a smile. Yeah. And he was a DJ, that guy. Yeah, I guess he DJed. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. The guy from Gladiator. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, he's not in Mission Impossible 2. I okay. think I think you're thinking of uh, Maypother, whatever I guess guy's so, name yeah. is. Tom Cruise's cousin in that. Yeah. Because I'm, that guy's in that movie. Mm-hmm. Right? And then Do Race God. Was he at least in Face Off? Uh, Tommy Flanagan? Yeah. Well, I left, I left the Flan Man's page. Hold on. Was he? No. Well, he's like a, a like a henchman. He's always a henchman. Yeah. Yeah, I think he might be like one of uh, one of Nick Cassavetes guys. Oh. Yeah, he's in Face Off. Yeah, he's one of the henchmen that's at the church at the end. Yeah. I mean, I think of him like mostly from Gladiator. He's in Braveheart also. Oh, he yeah. is in AVP too. I was gonna say. Yeah, he's in. He's in AVP. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like he is definitely, though, like, a poor man's, poor man's, poor man's, like, European gangster guy. Like, like uh, at least at this time. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, like they, they probably wanted someone that was more of a name, and then they had to settle for Tommy Flanagan because he had the accent. Right. And, I don't know, like, I... Obviously, as horrible as it is, I'm sure that scar has done a lot for him in terms of, like, casting memorable quality, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the only although, episode... Although, he plays a character named Scarface in The Saint, the 1997 <laughs> Saint, so that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did watch an episode of Sons of Anarchy that was, like, kind of out of context, and based on what happened in that episode i think they wrote the the scar into his character and into the plot so makes sense i mean i'm sure it's like part of the reason he's cast in like a lot of his roles is the fact that he's got like such a memorable look to yeah him. uh so yeah that's like the 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 gist of the plot is that uh, Ice Cube is a bounty hunter. He's chasing Reggie, who, you know, by a random act of coincidence, gets mixed up in this diamond heist, and they become the target of this criminal, who's also a 
uh, the the owner of a, a boat dealership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that scene where Ice Cube tries to buy the boat. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, is anybody around here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it gets it gets like real racist real fast yeah. <laughs> at the end. You're just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Tommy Flanagan's character like orchestrated this diamond heist that involved like uh like an insurance fraud scheme where he like set up the the owner of the diamonds who's this rich guy i can't remember his character's name but uh he gets his diamonds stolen but the insurance will cover it so the guy who like owned the diamonds thought that he would like not lose any money over it but they ended up killing that guy yeah right in the beginning right in the beginning during the diamond heist that's where oscar isaac gets killed yeah yeah uh should we walk through the plot a little bit I guess we have to. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a, mov- a movie where you can just kind of talk about, like, scenes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we have to, like, go blow by blow with the plot. I guess we can a little bit. But... Yeah. Uh, so the very first scene is where we meet Bookham. Right. He's about to book him. He's about to book him. He, uh, he's hot on the trail of... Uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Yeah. And a brief... And it's brief instantly... Role. It's actually instantly racist. Yeah. It's oh, got yeah. the Confederate flag in the window, and then he's watching uh, Looney Tunes, but it's about... It's the one... It's like... <laughs> even right when he walks in, Ice Cube's like, what the fuck are you watching? It's and like... Yeah. <laughs> Foghorn Lake. I can't remember which one it is, but yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, they start to scuffle, and... That's where he calls him Tyson. That's where he calls him Tyson. Yeah, that's, that's the first right. part. That's exactly yeah. where he calls him Tyson. Uh, and then his, Anthony Michael Hall's girlfriend shows up. Oh, yeah. Crackhead. Oh, very nice. Crackhead with a cast on and a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. And everybody in the trailer park starts shooting, shooting at Ice at Cube. Ice Cube, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like an old folk, old person shooting at, shooting mm-hmm. at him. And then we get the credits all about the Benjamins. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, really setting the tone. Yeah, speedboats, Miami. Yeah. Weird, digitized green writing. Uh-huh. And well, playing the, the, the Puff Daddy And, song, yeah, so. all yeah. about the yeah. Benjamins is happening yeah. right then, yeah. Yeah, which I didn't realize it would actually play the song. <laughs> like, <laughs> it feels a little on the nose, but, I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, and I didn't think they would actually say all about the Benjamins in the movie twice? Or yeah. was it just once? He says it when he has to go go get Mike. When he has to go get Reggie, mm-hmm. when Reggie's like, "I'm not your partner. I'm not, you know, I'm not your partner anymore." Yeah. And his and Cube's girl is like, "Yeah, you should apologize. You should apologize." Yeah. And he goes up and he's like, "And, and it's all about the Ben. You know, it's all about the Benjamins, baby." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that might maybe be, that was the only I think time. That's the only time. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys remember the Weird Al? parody of that song all about the pentiums yes and it was all about computers (laughs) (laughs) you don't remember that dustin (laughs) were you a big weird al guy that was on running with scissors i think i mean the best weird al cd if i remember right i'm gonna have to go back to that yeah i think i I mean bad hair day was pretty good bad hair day that was the coolio one yeah rest in peace r.i.p yeah damn 
I have a copy of Coolio's cookbook. Yeah. What was he cooking? Uh, Crack? <laughs> oh. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> R.I.P. Coolio. R.I.P. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man, it's so bad. Oh, um, I apologize. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I don't know. I've never cooked anything like that. I got it for free. <laughs> you have it, but you have I it. have it. I got it for free from work when I, I worked at a bookstore. So yeah, it's in my garage. Right. I can find it. <laughs> well, I'll have you guys over one night. I'll cook. Okay, all right. You'll prepare cook. something prepare. from the Coolio menu. Oh. I mean, that's a that's a fitting tribute to Coolio. Yeah. You know? Just, yeah. Listen to Gangsta's Paradise. Mm. Listen to my cover of Gangsta's Paradise that I recorded once. Mm. Cool. I found yeah. it in my Gmail files. From, you have a cover of yeah, me singing Gangsta's Paradise. Oh. Yeah. It'll never be released on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Seven, Again, it was previously released on the internet. Do you remember Fat Beach? Yeah. The movie Fat Beach with Coolio. Yeah. Mid nineties. No. I can't I just, remember who I the just other. remember when he was a juggalo. Oh yeah, he was a juggalo. Yeah, he's a juggalo. Uh, it's it. Phase on Love's not in that movie. It's just a different fat guy. <laughs> Sorry, Phase on Love. Uh, Brian Hooks is the other star of that. Movie. Oh, Brian Hooks. Yeah. Fat Beach, huh? Mm-hmm. Jermaine with a pH. Huggy Hopkins oh, yeah. is the fat guy. Yes. Well, that's Fat Beach. Yeah. All right. Well, back to this movie. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, so uh, opening credits, we, you know, meet Bookham doing his bounty hunter thing, and then it cuts the opening credits, and uh, he is delivering uh, Anthony Michael Hall to his uh, his boss, who mm-hmm. kind of runs the bounty hunter agency. Then he, like, is like, well, here's another assignment, and it, that well, he's assignment. He's a wild card, he's a wild card. Oh, uh, Bookham? No, yeah, Bookham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we learned right away that he's like your typical, like, you know, this guy will always end up shooting somebody. Yeah, yeah I yeah. like how he's not like he, he's cop, the rigs. But he's he's still, the rigs. Yeah, yeah. he's still need the weapon. Yeah, yeah he's the rigs. Loose yeah, cannon. Rigs. Uh-huh. Uh, he's your loose cannon archetype. Yeah, Would, but although the dynamic is different, I guess because they're both loose cannons. Like there's no there's no Murtaugh there's no straight laced uh, partner. Although I guess maybe it, there are times where Mike Epps is like clearly like not wanting to escalate. Yeah, things. he doesn't want to escalate. Yeah. yeah. So I guess he kind of serves that role or serves that purpose. And he can't fight. Remember? He can't yeah. Fight. Yeah. Which is noted multiple times in the film. He's like yeah. the fast talking coward. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like when he gets the. Uh, Which Murtaugh was not. No. 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 I don't want to. Don't besmirch the name of Roger Murtaugh. Murtaugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, so yeah, it, he delivers Anthony Michael Hall to his boss. <laughs> nice. Uh, and that's when he gets uh, given his next assignment, which is Reggie. Who he's also caught before. Yeah, he was like, oh, I know this guy. He's like a low-level criminal. Yeah. He's uh, not stoked. Yeah, just like a low-level con man. And that's Mike Epps' character. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so yeah, he has to go track down Reggie, and then it kind of cuts away, and we meet Reggie. <laughs> and that's the liquor store scene, right? Yeah, uh, with, the, with the Viagra, uh, the Viagra bandits scene. or whatever they are. Yeah. 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 Who does he, what does he call him? I can't remember the the two older ladies. Yeah, he at the yeah. end he calls them the Viagra Bandits, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they're when they're um, yeah jet skiing, jet skiing. or not jet skiing, but uh, water skiing. Water skiing. Yes, you're right. Water yeah, skiing. yeah. That's the, a weird scene. The two old ladies who like they run a scam with with him with Mike Epps to steal like Viagra and shit from the. And yeah, condoms. When he when they dump out their bags or whatever it is they dump into yeah. his bag, it's like candy and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I noticed that. And then they take the. She's like, I'm taking the condoms. Get my <laughs> yeah. freak on. Right. Right. It does that like uh, CSI style like bug's eye view of the, the yeah. stuff being dropped into the bag. And there's like that weird sound when it switches scenes where it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some really dorky... Uh, That's when I knew. I was like, oh. This was 2002. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was 20 there's, years ago. There's definitely a lot of scenes in this movie where we're like, oh, right, this is 2002. Like, yeah. When he, I mean, like, makes, like, gay jokes and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Leonardo de Vaggio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, this was right. two decades ago. Right. Uh, years, wild. Um... Yeah, so we meet Mike Epps' character in that scene, and that's where uh, that you know the the lottery scene happens, where he oh, yeah. goes to the, the, lottery the liquor store owner, and he gives him the lottery numbers, and he does that rap, which I feel like I hear people quote from time to time. Who are you hanging <laughs> out with? They quote the the lottery rap. Yeah, it's just, it's just the numbers. I sometimes just go into the grocery store <laughs> and there's someone in there quoting. I feel like I hear that scene referenced occasionally, mm. but uh, uh, I was pissed that he was eating the chips before he bought uh, them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's where we meet Reggie, and then after that, uh, there's some stuff with Bookum where he's at his, you know, his job and. We learn a little bit about Bookham, but not a whole lot. He needs a partner. He needs a partner. And we know, we learn that he wants to start his own... Yeah, his own PI business. PI business. And then... Uh, Bow Wow? Yeah, the Bow Wow. They win the lottery. Yeah, the Bow Wow stuff comes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We haven't met Eva Mendez yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no clue she was in this movie. And then just all of a sudden, there she was. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Like, 03 is Too Fast, Too Furious? Yeah, my earliest memory of Eva Mendez is Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm-hmm. I think that's gotta be mine, but I'm trying to think. I'm sure she was in stuff. Obviously, she was in this. All about the like, Benjamins. Um, I was hyped that she was in it. Yeah. Oh, Training Day. Of course. Oh, yeah. She was in Training oh, Day. Yeah, that's... A year before... A year before this. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I think that's... Where most people... Training Day came, came out five months before All About the Benjamins. Mm. She's also an Exit Wounds Seagal movie. Oh, yeah. DMX. Uh-huh. And then she's in a little movie called Night at the Roxbury, where she <laughs> plays the bridesmaid at the end of the movie. That's right. Uh, which I definitely remember in that, but not from back then. More, that's from... A more recent re- More viewing. recent viewings yeah. of that movie, which have happened as recently as, like, Six months ago. Yeah. That movie's good. <laughs> good film. <laughs> Night at the Roxbury. That movie's good. 
Well, that's for, that discussion's for a different time. <laughs> when we do our home video edition yeah. on Night at the Roxbury. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, so then a uh, few scenes later after the liquor store scene, uh, Bookham uh, has tracked Reggie down. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, no, after the liquor store scene. Right up. He's coming time. right out, and then he, yeah, like, he's already he's there. already surveilling him. Yeah, the exactly. So then, and he, he's surveilling him when he's talking to the Viagra bandits. Yeah, and uh, Reggie looks over, sees uh, Bookham's car, and he's like, "Bookham!" And that's when it. Yeah. Yeah. Then the chase starts, and Reggie gets away from him. Yeah. Climbing up the building because he has the ladder. Right. Bookham's still looking for him. Yeah, they get he loses him at one point, and that's when Reggie ends up running through right into the Diamond Heist situation, the like the warehouse where the Diamond Heist is taking place. Yeah, this this movie is like it's it really relies on a lot of just kind of random coincidence coincidences. Well, sure, one of the major plot points is they just happen to win the lottery. Yeah, not only does do they happen to win the lottery, but Reggie just happens to run through. A diamond heist. Yeah. Yeah. Same time. So yeah, during this chase scene, it cuts to the these criminals planning uh, that are, you know, about to pull off a diamond heist. But the diamond heist is a, a photo shoot. Well, it's like even more complicated than that because the, the person that's being robbed is aware that he's about to be robbed because it's a insurance, insurance fraud. scheme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so who is the... Who is the the show for? Like, who's the? Why are they even going through with the like the fashion show or the the photo shoot? Who's that supposed to fool? If the guy, because Reggie. somebody had to get killed. <laughs> well, he even says it. He's like, you didn't have to kill her. It already looked real enough for something like that. Because remember, he killed the. I guess the, it's just for. I guess it's just for the cops when they eventually investigate. Investigate whatever situation you. Yeah. Because smart, because nobody Cause he's already they, taken out the insurance on the diamonds. Yeah, and he knows. Mm-hmm. But then they she kills she shoots him right in the head. Yeah, who is she? The uh, the model, the five heads model. His sister, right? Oh, it's his sister. His sister slash Tommy lover. Flanagan's lover. Oh, Tommy Flanagan's lover. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Herman uh, Chaplin. Yeah. Chaplin. But if all the witnesses are killed, then I don't really... He understand. says that, though, too. Oh, they didn't plan on killing all the witnesses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, granddaughter of Charlie Chaplin. Ah. Shut up. Wow. I'm not kidding. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Very wild. Is the model... Mm. Well, the... She's the... The villain, like right hand woman, or yeah. whatever. I guess you could call yeah. her that Tommy Flanagan, like double crosses yeah. in the end. But, like, that's interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty. I had no idea until right now. So, it, it's almost weird to think of Charlie Chaplin's like legacy, legacy involving <laughs> all, all the Benjamins the in any way. Yeah, <laughs> no. um, uh, yeah, so Reggie stumbles upon this diamond heist um and the the main person involved in the diamond heist is uh i can't remember the character name but it's played by roger guinevere smith the guy with the 
Billy Idol haircut. Mm-hmm. The big forehead. Big forehead. In actor, you probably know from like a bunch of Spike Lee movies and oh yes, uh, like Do the Right Thing yep. and uh, he did very like, interesting looking actor. Yeah, uh, and he was in that movie Dope. If you remember, mm-hmm. remember Dope um, from like five years ago or something? Mm, yeah, like probably like five, seven years. years ago at oh, this okay. point. Yeah, but yeah, and he was one of the FBI agents from the first Final Destination. Cool. Mm-hmm. Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like a theater dude. And he did like a like a one-man show directed by Spike Lee um, about Rodney King. I saw a little bit of it. It was pretty interesting. Hmm. But, yeah. Anyhow, Roger Guinevere Smith is like the, like the main henchman from this movie. And he's the dude that's pulling off this diamond heist in one of the early scenes. And, yeah, Reggie stumbles upon this, and then they, Roger Gwyneth Smith and Charlie Chaplin's uh, granddaughter, uh, chase after him. <laughs> so, so she's going to be referred to from now on. <laughs> yeah. I guess there's no we other way to name, think of her. We don't know what her name is. Charlie Carmen Chaplin. Carmen Chaplin. Shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, and then, so they're after Reggie, and so is Bookham. And uh, Reggie end up, ends up hopping in their van. Uh, to hide. To hide. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, we lost that guy, but we'll just drive away. Wait, did they ever see no, they, Reggie? They run into Reggie, too, because they, they shoot at him. Oh, yeah. Right there, too, where all the right. mannequins are. All the mannequins are right there. That's right. In that little driveway, which made no sense to me. Why are these mannequins in this driveway? <laughs> I don't really understand <laughs> what that that building was that they were in yeah it was like one big photo it was like a storage space or a like uh artist commune artist commune like storage uh, like we labs or something something like that yeah i mean the whole movie feels like it doesn't feel like purposeful it all just feels like oh we just happen to have access to this area (laughs) so let's shoot a scene here (laughs) like like none of it feels like oh they've got to be here for this specific reason they're just like oh we got a boat yard today we can just (laughs) film some stuff on a boat (laughs) <laughs> well, each each scene kind of like fades into the next scene based on some kind of random coincidence. Yeah. Like I mean this yeah, this whole movie is driven by random coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just kind of just lazy screenwriting. <laughs> totally. I mean it definitely is. Yeah, like uh when uh Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter like notices the lights in the van, she like, "Oh, I'm going to turn these off." And then she finds Reggie's wallet. Yeah. So she knows who Reggie is. And then when Reggie's like trying to get uh Bookham's gun out of the fish tank, he's like, "Oh, let me get this gun." Oh, wait. There's the diamonds in the fish tank. In the fish tank. <laughs> yeah, that seems so like, stupid. Like the whole movie is moved along just by like Random well, what, things being noticed. What, what needs to happen so we can advance <laughs> the plot forward? Yeah. Well, they need to find the diamonds. Well, they where just... can we stick them in this scene? Yeah. And that's... <laughs> like, it all moves forward just because, oh, somebody happens to notice something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're after Reggie. Bookham's after Reggie. And somewhere, like, in the middle of the movie, Reggie's character wins the lottery. Right? Uh, no, not even in the, the middle, middle of the movie. That's first, like, like, 30 minutes, yeah, right? Like... That's... Pre uh, Bow Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pre Bow Wow. Yeah. 
I love how Bow Wow is just like, I'm going to knock your chick up. If he's like, the only two things, the only two things stopping me from knocking your chick up puberty. is you and puberty. Yeah. Yo, he says that. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying. I had to rewind. I was like, did he just say that? He did. Yeah. Bow Wow, who's like... My, my dude is like 12 years old in that Three shit. feet tall at yeah. this point. Yeah. Like, oh, man. That's pre-Like Mike, even? Yeah. Everything about that scene tells you it's a 2002 movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so after Reggie gets away from this whole diamond heist, he gets away from Bookham, he gets back to his apartment with his live-in girlfriend, played by Eva Mendez, and she uh, asks him if he got, like, the lottery ticket, because he did earlier in that liquor store scene, and... He's like, yeah, I got the ticket. And they start to watch the the news where they're telling you, like, who the lottery winners are. And they learn that they win the lottery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... So, uh, odd, that. though, because they don't have the ticket. So, they just... Do they just remember it's, their it's, numbers? It's they Ava Mendez's character's numbers. Okay. Yeah, okay. she remembers She gave numbers. to yeah. Reggie to get... To, to put in. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah. And then they win, and then that OJ's song plays. Jenna is her name. Jenna. Gina yeah. Jenna. Gina. Gina. I think it's Jenna. Uh, let's dancing on look it up. MDB. I, I should just leave it, it on this, but it's Gina. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they win the lottery. Yeah. But... But they don't have the ticket. Uh, Reggie's like, wow, we won. And then he's like touching his pockets looking for the ticket and he remembers that it was in his wallet which he lost and he thinks he probably left at the boatyard or in the van in the previous scene mm-hmm. and then what happens next i don't fucking know <laughs> uh, uh, after that after that after that uh uh reggie is uh, oh no! Well, it cuts. It cuts away that's to, when you go to. That's when you go to him walking out to the bow wow. Yeah, but in between that, it cuts to the villain Tommy Flanagan, and he's like reprimanding his henchmen. Oh yeah, and they're yeah. like, and he, "What do you mean you you didn't get my diamonds?" Because and he's like, "I was blinded by the light." Right. And he's like, "Show me." Yeah, yeah. Show me how you were blinded. <laughs> <laughs> so they were during the double cross. They were. Uh, or I'm sorry, during the Diamond Heist, they were double-crossed by the the owner of the Diamonds. Yes. The old guy. This movie's, like, super, like, pretty complicated for for what it is. For a movie that's driven by I was kind of random happenstance. tripped yeah. out by when they are grabbing the Diamonds. I don't know if you noticed, but in the photo shoot, the Diamonds are not, like, on a table. They're mm-hmm. on the wall. And she's oh. picking them off the wall. Yeah, oh, yeah. Which is... Because, like, uh... Yeah, yeah like, in the photo... Or, like, like, when they were like staging the photo... Staging. Yeah, it's supposed to look like they're on the ground, but they're actually, like... On a wall. On She's a wall. literally grabbing them off the wall. Yeah. I was like... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so then... Yeah, so Tommy Flanagan is kind of reprimanding his henchmen for botching the diamond heist. He shoots uh, Roger Guinevere Smith in the hand for failing him... Classic, you know, crime movie. Yeah, while well, he's holding his hands. Yeah, punish your uh, your dumb henchman. Shoots him in the hand. But he's still loyal. Yeah, 
And then it, it cuts back to Reggie. And he's, like, leaving his apartment. And then he runs into Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow. At that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what, what's Bow Wow's real name? Like, Shad something? Shad. Moss. Moss. Yeah, okay, I was gonna say Moss, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, Shad, huh? Shad. Not Chad, but... Shad Gregory Shad. Moss. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so during the Bow Wow scene with Mike Epps, that's when uh, Bookham shows up. Bookham was working with Bow Wow. Oh, he was. I yeah, didn't so understand that's that. Like, because mm-hmm. he Bow Wow says right before he gets caught up, uh, this one dude's been looking for you, and that's why he's been he was stalling him. That's why he got on the scooter. Mm-hmm. He's oh. stalling him. Yeah. So the Bookham could get him. Yeah. Gotcha. You know. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that. And then, and then Bookham like pulls out a fucking gun on Bow Wow. On Bow Wow, yeah. Yeah, to tell him to go away. Which after. made, made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh. How does Bookham, how can Bookham have guns? Is this a, can you? Are just you, a skip tracer? Yeah. I, I guess he's got a permit, I guess. Hmm. Skip tracer with. I mean, it is Florida. Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah. So he uh, apprehends Reggie, and that's when Reggie is like, listen, Bookham, I'm telling you the truth. These guys were doing this diamond heist. I just happened to walk in on it, and they have my lottery ticket. And yep. Bookham doesn't believe that he won the lottery. I don't think he believes uh, why either. Why would you? At the moment, <laughs> he doesn't believe either. Uh, the lottery is like maybe this most statistically unlikely thing to occur yeah like or one of them so it's very odd that it's like a plot point in this movie <laughs> like yeah just like walking through this movie makes you realize how preposterous like every it, single plot point yeah. is um so somehow reggie talks ice cube into tracking down his wallet and kind of pursuing yeah. these criminals the you know the diamond heist people and I feel like this is where I fell asleep both times. You, f- you fell asleep <laughs> right here. And so at this point, they go to the, the boatyard. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. To, so Reggie can retrieve his wallet. He is where he locks him up to the wheel. To wheel. Yeah. Locks Reggie up and then he Cube hand- goes in to... Yeah, he, uh, he handcuffs Reggie, the steering wheel of the car. Ice Cube goes in to the the warehouse and I also can't remember what happens right here. Shootout happens? No, so um, Ice Cube is making a big to-do inside the boat warehouse to get somebody to come and try to sell him a boat. Oh, this is that scene where he is, he like, he hops in the boat and he's yeah. like, can I... Can I get, hey, he's yelling about, you know, nice. is anybody out here? Like, yeah, he's like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then it does escalate to them kicking him out yeah um and then they get a fight in the parking lot on video right and that's when chaplin mm-hmm. <laughs> recognizes that not only is it reggie who they saw in the van but she says that's the dude we shot at yeah in the wherever they were in the courtyard or the yeah with the mannequins and shit the courtyard of that yeah, so she recognized him yeah um and then somehow that's where we end up with them in the 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 boat right where they have to jump off yes wait no because reggie's handcuffed 
And when he jumps off... Oh, yeah, off, Reggie's still handcuffed. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, Cube doesn't trust him yet. <laughs> so he got kicked out. But wait, where does Ava... Isn't Ava... Or no. Yeah, Ava's in the parking lot at that moment. Man, I feel like we jumped ahead somewhere. Yeah, we missed our spot. I feel like, no, I think they just... they <laughs> they. <laughs> I think we jumped ahead a couple scenes. I think they go to the the uh the warehouse where they think the van is and there's like a couple henchmen there the van's there they get packing up in a truck yeah who they get in like a scuffle with and then they hide in the boat there's that scene that's in the trailer where mike epps is like in the boat and he's handcuffed and he's and he's kind of up he's elevated and he's like well i gotta jump and ice cube's like well i'll catch you you. (laughs) uh and then mike epps just kind of Falls off the side of the boat and just falls. <laughs> There's that scene. It should have been slapstick funny, but it wasn't. Yeah. Not really that funny. No. no. Uh, well, I, I, I almost cracked a smile when he falls. <laughs> just because of like, like how uncoordinated of a fall it is. Like, uh-huh. like, because like, he's handcuffed. Yeah, yeah, but like you should still be able to <laughs> control your body a little bit, and he just falls like a sack of potatoes. I guess he, he rolled out. He didn't jump. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then, like after that, they uh, this is skipping ahead like a few scenes, but they decide to go to the the home of the diamond donor to visit his wife to ask some questions because they're trying to track the diamonds down. But then they find out that. Tommy Flanagan's henchmen have already been there and murdered so that one. Oh, yeah, that's the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because they're trying to find the diamonds. And she's dead. She's been murdered and she's in the bathtub. Uh, but one of the henchmen is still there. Yeah. It, one of the henchmen or the a couple? The bald guy. Oh, yeah, the bald guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. oh! We forgot that they captured Roger Guinevere Smith somewhere in the middle. That was the five head scene. The yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. but when? How did they capture him again? I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, we all watched this movie yesterday. I know. Wait 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 wait. He was. He had that thing on his arm. From getting shot. From so he getting had, like, shot. The in his arm. Yeah. I can't remember. It's like not that important. They did get him and they tortured him. Yeah, they capture him, they torture him. Uh, and then when they're at the oh. the diamond guy's house, they get the other henchman who they also the capture. And so what they he got... refers to as Mini-Me. Right. Oh, they like you... Bookham uses Reggie as like bait to capture Roger Guinevere Smith. Remember? He's like... He's like in Terminator mode. <laughs> ah, this movie's insane. But yeah, he like he like lo- they lured him back to Reggie's apartment, and that's where. And then that's where, oh yeah, he's yeah, like playing that's bed, right. He's in bed with it with with, with Gina. Ava yeah, Mendes, all locked yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that because they know he's got his ID. Yeah, so yeah, they, they got his ID, up. so that's why Roger Guinevere Smith yep. shows up at Reggie's apartment. That's right, and. Bookham knows that they're going to be after him. Yep. That's right. And then we get to the scene mm-hmm. where they eventually go to the the diamond guy's house. Mm-hmm. 
and where Reggie says he wants to buy the crib. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they just happen. Reggie happens to notice that the diamonds are in the fish tank. Because Bookham's gun flies into the fish tank. And Bookham's like, well, you got to get that out for me. Yeah. And then they see the diamonds. Uh, and then they, they have the diamonds. Scoop up with a little fishnet. Scoop up with a fishnet. I mean, think about... Okay, so I'm jumping way ahead here, but we're talking about like random coincidences in this movie. Yeah. Like, think about how the end of this movie ends with Tommy Flanagan like about to kill Ice Cube. And then... Reggie uses that taser yeah. on him. Because he just the, happened to have the taser. Because he had a taser because he dropped Ice Cube's favorite gun mm-hmm. when they were, like, jumping down those boats to, like, get yeah. to the lower level. But it's mm-hmm. like, you don't see... You don't even see him drop the gun. It's oh, just he has it in one scene, and then... <laughs> no, you hear it. You hear it. Oh, like, you whoop. do hear, like, yeah, a clank yeah. or whatever. And, and Cube's like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, yeah, the, yeah okay, okay. <laughs> That was kind of funny that there was, like, a little bit of build-up about Ice Cube's favorite gun, and then instantly he just drops it. I don't (laughs) understand. he just had another gun. I don't understand why he didn't give him the other gun, if that was his favorite gun. That's true. He had three guns, right? He had two guns and a taser, and then Reggie found a gun in the safe at the... Oh, that's right. At the house. At the house, yeah. But But he was out of bullets by the time they got to the end of the scene, yeah. Yeah. If he had a favorite gun, why didn't he just give him the other gun that he had? Why did he just like? They look like use... the same damn gun. Yeah, use my. Fa- I don't know anything about guns, but he's like, yeah, use my favorite gun, and I'll use this one that I like less for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so they leave, they leave the diamond guy's house, and they have the diamonds, and then they learn that they Ava Mendez has been, been kidnapped. kidnapped. I left him at Cube's house. Right. I left her at Cube's house. Yeah. Uh, There's a note. The, yeah. They leave a note saying, hey, we got your lady. This is my favorite part of the film, actually. Really? Yeah, right here. Okay. Because true to form, in mm-hmm. most buddy yeah. cops or buddy action films or something like that, they go to a fucking abandoned sporting space. Oh, yeah. Like a dog track mm-hmm. or a horse track mm-hmm. or a boat whatever, yard boat yard yeah and they're in this fucking who just has access to a, doesn't this didn't that happen in money talks also i'm i'm sure it happens in money talks which is a movie that has a double feature dvd with this movie <laughs> yeah, like all about the men <laughs> that makes and money talks. talks together yeah that's uh, exactly yeah. yeah of course was that charlie sheen and yeah and chris, and chris, tucker. chris tucker yeah and Metro kind of has a similar ending, but that's like an abandoned boatyard. Well, yeah, so I feel like that's just a classic move to go to some sort of sporting venue. Yeah. That's empty, mm-hmm. always. Yeah, yeah, how do they have well, access they have a meeting, to this? And they just always have a meeting there or some shit uh, like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Where they meet in some, you know? And there's yeah. always some sort of a sniper involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I, I'm going to bring up another movie when we get to our trivia. Um, that has this. Oh, I, yeah, we we gotta wrap the plot up if we still got trivia. Yeah, well, of course, we still we're got trivia. We're almost there. We're almost there. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. So they go to the spot to trade. Yeah, 
because Reggie and Cube, or Reggie and Bookham, have the diamonds, which Tommy Flanagan wants, and he's got Ava Mendez, and they do this. They're planning to trade at this dog track. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we got some help. Yeah, each each side has like help on their side. Yeah, like Bookham and Reggie have. Bookham has the Pam. Girl. Pam is that her name? Yeah, Pam. <laughs> Bookham's girlfriend. Yeah. Girl girlfriend ish slash associate at the uh, PI firm or yeah. whatever. But Bounty. by the end, is definitely yeah yeah yeah. And then uh, Tommy Flanagan has a sniper. Mm-hmm. And the guy in the in the tracksuit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, with the long hair. Uh, and this is really where the movie should end, but it kind of goes on for another, like, 15 minutes after this. Oh, it's longer than that. It's only like 30 at least. <laughs> uh, I thought we were wrapping it up, like, when you get to that scene. Yeah, you I, think, like... I checked the, like, run time, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you think, like, oh, the racetrack, this is, like, the end. This is the end. Yeah. Uh, but, No. Uh, they each realize that the other one has, like, help, you know, a sniper somewhere in the wings, and there's yet another, like, scuffle, and people, you know, they shoot at each other, and... Reggie knocks the diamonds out of his hand. Yeah, Reggie is about to hand over the diamonds, but then he kind of just throws them up in the air, which creates a diversion. Oh, he gave him the diamonds. Yeah, I think he gives them to him and then knocks them out. Knocks him out. Oh, okay. Uh, And then they're both, like, kind of chasing after each other and also trying to flee the scene. And they each, like, kind of get away, right? Tommy Flanagan escapes because he's got... But they get the diamonds. He's got the diamonds. They're they're in a chase... Now they're in a chase scene. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're... This is also why this is the best part. Because now they're in a chase scene. Yeah. And Cube and and Pam... Cube, Pam, Gina, and Reggie are in the Impala. Yeah. And Chaplin and... And Flanagan. Flanagan are in the... Charlie Chaplin's grand. <laughs> are in the Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. And they're they're chasing him. And Cube's like, shoot, shoot the tires out. And he's like, I'm not fucking Mel Gibson. Yeah. yeah, I'm not that guy. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, just shoot at him, shoot at him, uh-huh. and he shoots the back window out. Yeah, <laughs> and then it ends in like a weird little moment where they're both stopped, but out of the fucking goddamn blue, uh-huh. Tommy Flanagan has a fucking a rocket rocket launcher. launcher. <laughs> I think I must have looked away for some moment in there, and and, and he I... sh- and he shoots the rocket launcher but misses the Impala. And hits a fish truck right behind it. Yeah. And explodes dead fish all over the Impala. Fish are flying everywhere. But then, at that moment, Tommy Flanagan is gone. He disappears. He runs away. (laughs) What? And then... (laughs) What? And then they're like, well, I guess he got away. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. But, (laughs) matter of coincidence, they notice a truck with some significance that I can't remember. Some logo. There's a symbol on it. Yeah. And and they're like... I had that same moment, or the same thought. I was like, why do I not Like, know? why is that important that the logo, logo is on the truck? But you're, who the fuck cares? You're supposed to know that it's something important. And they <laughs> see that the truck with the logo on it, and they're like, oh, that's why. And then who is that guy? We've never seen that character ever. When he pulls up to the boat, he gets out of the fucking truck, and he's some important motherfucker to Flanagan. 
he is. The, oh. What's the logo on the truck? Is it his? It's like the, a circle. With is the it the boat? Name. Is it the no? Because yacht the boathouse is called something different. I was the sign is like long when they're at the yacht. I, yeah, I don't really understand I the significance. Rem- I of... thought to, in my head, I was like, "Damn, I'm that was." I definitely fell asleep both times <laughs> when this logo was relevant. Yeah, but whatever the logo is that's on the truck, that leads them to Tommy Flanagan. Yeah, right on the boat. Right he, now, he's on his yacht. Yeah, yeah, they Tommy Flanagan has successfully sold the diamonds to to some rich person. Just like Asian rich Asian woman yeah yeah and they ask him if he wants to count it he says no I remember that yeah and then Tommy Flanagan and the lady that he sells the diamonds to go separate ways Tommy Flanagan and uh, Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter, granddaughter get on a boat and they're about to flee the country yeah but they got banging out first they do. They yeah. do that. He, he tells the dude. He literally tells the engine, to I got business to handle. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Uh, and there's a very lackluster sex scene. <laughs> but because of whatever uh, uh, Ice Cube, Bookham and Reggie like learned from seeing that truck pass, they know that they know where Tommy Flanagan's going to be. Mm-hmm. I really wish I knew what the significance of that truck was. I don't remember at all. Uh, and it's just the front of the truck. It has no trailer. It's a real yeah. Well, there yeah. There's a there's a a logo on the there's truck. A logo on the truck. And it's like a circle sun with a logo. I can't remember yeah. what it says. Yeah. But anyhow, from that they know exactly where to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they track him down. They hop on Tommy Flanagan's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they hop on Tommy Flanagan's boat. Uh, there's more henchmen that they have to contend with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, Pam, Pam and Gina like take out a couple henchmen. Yeah, they swing a jet ski. They swing a big, big ass jet ski into them. They fall into the water, and then there's like another henchman that that Bookham I think shoots. Yeah, well Reggie uh, sees the guys fall off the boat, but while they're looking at who's fallen off, who fell off the boat. Oh yeah, Bookham's like, I'm gonna go when, see what that's these. That's when Flanagan comes back and is like, Yeah, he's already he's you know he's busted a nut. He's ready to <laughs> he's ready to bust a cap. Yeah, Bookham. He's he's, he's he's thinking more clearly. Yeah, <laughs> he's refreshed. He yeah, Bookham <laughs> leaves Reggie uh, because he wants to go see what the you know the ladies oh, are the ladies up to. Are there, yeah. And then when Reggie's alone, that's, that's when, when Tommy Flanagan, Flanagan shows yeah. up and is like, oh, I'm going to kill you now. Mm-hmm. And there's yet another, like, you know, another scuffle. And Ice Cube ends up capturing Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter. Yes. And he's like, He's yeah. got a gun to her head, exactly. and he's like, uh, you let Reggie go, or I'm going to kill your woman. And he's like, well, little do you know, she's not my wife yet. Yeah. Boom, shoots yeah. her right in the fucking right. head. Yeah, ruthless. Mm-hmm. And now he gets <laughs> more of the diamond money for himself. Yeah. Uh, but they're, now they're on a speedboat. Then yeah. there's a speedboat chase. Yeah, they, they've transferred from yacht <laughs> to speedboat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a speedboat chase. And... There's no chase, it's just them on a speedboat. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. They're all yeah, on yeah. one, one he fall, boat. Like he gets... But it ends up, uh, 
like on cruise control or something, right? And it's steering just, itself. Just, yeah, somebody yeah. falls on the on the on the throttle. Yeah, and it's just go time. Right. And that's when they're fighting in the in. Uh, Reggie gets shot. Reggie gets shot. And he's knocked out on the on the boat mm-hmm. while they're fighting in the uh, inside of the boat. Mm-hmm. But it's like throwing them all around. Yeah. That's when Reggie comes to and tases. No. Well, yeah, no. the the boat crashes. The boat oh, crashes, right. and okay. Tommy Flanagan. We think Tommy Flanagan's neck is, is broken. Catapulted into like the, like the wall. The wall, here. like the side <laughs> of the boat, and it looks like his neck is broken. Cube even makes a joke. Yeah. You're lucky I didn't break your fucking neck. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Uh, and then yeah, Reggie and. Uh, Bookham have a moment where like, well, that's all over with, and what are we gonna do next? And then Tommy Flanagan, right? That's the the fake out. Yeah, shows up, and then Reggie tases him in the butt, right? Yeah, yeah. which uh, is reminiscent of the beginning, which we never really talked about. Oh yeah, when, when Anthony Michael Hall gets tases Anthony Michael Hall in the balls not once but twice. Yeah, for a very like significant amount of time, both times. <laughs> right. Right in the fucking yeah. fucking nutsack. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of like ball tasing. taint and taint and ball ball yeah. tasing. And that's film. when uh, and that's when Ice Cube very dramatically shoots Tommy Flanagan, which is pretty funny. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> had yeah. that, that. He shoots him like eight times. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad boys moment for yeah, sure. Yeah. Definitely. definitely and, bad boys moment. And that's it for the big Climax. I mean, yeah, they, he buries the. Uh, yeah. He and buries the money on the island, of whichever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of cops come, and he has to convince Mike Epps that he has to go to prison, go to prison. for two for weeks. two weeks, which is mm-hmm. actually six weeks. Right. Yeah, it ends up being six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Mike Epps gets out of jail. Nobody's or, there to pick him up. Yeah, he, he's, he's like, out. oh man, book him, double cross me. But. Then, how does how does how do they know to show up at the basketball court? I don't know. <laughs> Coincidence. <laughs> Why didn't they just pick him up? They knew when he was going to get released. Why didn't they just pick him up? Well, they made it the the way the scene at scene is edited makes it look like the basketball court is right outside the prison for some yeah, reason. That's... Yeah, and that that wouldn't happen. <laughs> It's I like, mean, I thought it was right outside the prison. Yeah, it makes it look like it Maybe literally it walks out the gate and he's on a basketball court. Yeah. If you're if you're locked up downtown L.A., you walk out and you're literally yeah. right downtown. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. it's right next to like the Broad yeah, Museum yeah, it's and like stuff. Literally yeah. right there. So yeah. So yeah. I guess it is possible. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, and he's just like sitting on the bleachers. Yeah, and then they got the white Bentley instead of the black Bentley. Yeah, they, he, Mike Epps is down down in the dumps. He's like, oh man, everybody ab- a trash abandoned me. <laughs> yeah, he's carrying a trash bag. And then Cube pulls up in his white Bentley. With Pam and Gina. Mm-hmm. Turns out she they, still has the ticket. Yeah. They got the lottery ticket for $60 million? $60 million. Mm-hmm. And they turned in $10 million of the $20 million, which we never really know until the end. How much money was in the cases? Right. Yeah. Uh, Ice Cube turned in the half diamonds. Half the money and got half the Or money. some of the diamonds, yeah. yeah. And got a reward for that, which was $10 million? That's what he said, $10 million. Yeah. So they all got paid. And then they're back on a speedboat. 
Yeah. Uh, towing the, the old Viagra ladies. Yeah, the Viagra yeah. bandits, and then having yeah. Gina and post credit stinger just bikinied up on the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't look safe. Yeah, I don't like riding that. on that speedboat like that. That's yeah. why they were sunning themselves. Yeah, on the front. <laughs> that of the doesn't speedboat. seem safe at all. Popping bottles. I know that's that's like a a very. You uh, got geriatrics in the back, freshies yeah. on the front. Yeah. Mm-mm. And then I I like when Ice Cube says like check this out. And then, like, nothing happens. Like, maybe he goes, like, a mile or two more an hour. <laughs> he, like, pushes the throttle a little bit. But it's, like... And then it, the camera zooms out, and I'm like, well, okay. what What's he doing? <laughs> it doesn't look like he's going any it's faster from this perspective. Check out yeah. his credits. That's yeah, it. that's it. He just wanted to let you know about them credits. And that's the end of the movie. All about that's the it. Benjamins. That's it. Rap. It was all about the Benjamins. He did say that at the end. <clears throat> no, he doesn't say it at the end. Does he say it at the end? You know, you're, I think it might have just been one time that he said, because yeah. it's all about the Benjamins. Yeah. yeah. He said, yeah. That, you're all about the Benjamins, book em. <laughs> is that what he says? I think so. I don't know. No, Bookum says it's all I, about the I think oh, really? Bookum is the only one that says it. You know, that's your problem, Bookum. You're all about the Benjamins. That should have been like yeah. Bookum's like uh, angry chief or whatever at the yeah. uh, at the PI office. That's your problem, Bookum. Yeah, Martinez. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. This movie's not very good. So that's the movie. Um, I guess before we do a little bit of trivia we could give final judgments on this one yeah mm. uh i gotta look at the box office and that stuff too yeah i i just think it's it's just too maybe too many like action movie tropes too many buddy tropes just piled on top of each other and it maybe relies just too much on random coincidences um and nothing's done in a super like interesting way that hadn't been done before i mean i still like i wasn't bored like it you know really i was a little bored at times but then i was like also we're watching it 20 years post (laughs) 20 years post so uh yeah i'm sure had i seen this i mean i did see it but i don't remember it too well yeah and then the mic app Mike Epps' shtick is got a little tiring after yeah. after a little while. I mean, I think for like a for the first like forty minutes or whatever, I wasn't like into Mike Epps in this movie. I was, but I could understand like why he was popular for a while. Yeah, you know, like you're like, oh okay, he's he's got like kind of a thing, um, which yeah. now is just like Kevin Hart plays that character in movies kind of yeah. like this but they yeah. go straight to Netflix or whatever yeah I you definitely don't get I mean they obviously wanted a bad boys bad boys yeah. vibe, vibe or rush hour or rush hour yeah but you I mean you, the chemistry I, that that you know Will Smith and, and Martin Lawrence and, and Will and Martin have is impeccable and like and Everything was really forced here. Yeah. I, a lot of that, I, I don't really blame Mike Epps for, though. Like, Ice Cube, I'm just going to say, is not a good actor. <laughs> I don't yeah, think any of us think he no, is. No, he's not. Um, he's, 
pretty bad in this movie. <laughs> I mean, he's bad in probably everything I've ever seen him in. But um, but he's not a very convincing, like, tough guy. Uh, he's tough, but in a different way. I don't yeah. think of him as... I don't think of him as... Not a, not a good, like, one-liner guy. Yeah, he's he just... Nothing he says sounds natural. No, no. Like, no. everything he says sounds like a guy acting, you know? Yeah. Like, a guy who's not a trained actor acting, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess... I'll, I'll start with my letter grade. Sure. D plus. I, I was also going to say D plus. Yeah. I, I I was close to a C minus, but then I was like, no, <laughs> no it's just can't too... Can't really do that. Yeah. It's, it's not good enough, I don't think, for a C minus, but not to discourage anybody that might give this a higher yeah, grade. Yeah, feel free if you want Yeah. To. Dustin looks no. like he's really thinking about it. No, I mean, I, initially, I was going to hit him with a C minus. Yeah. Um, I, I will say really quick before you say whatever you're about to say, I did like read a few reviews for this movie from back in the day, and pretty much every review uh, described Mike Epps as some variety of like a subpar chris tucker like yeah poor guy <laughs> i felt bad for him like yeah diet chris tucker chris tucker light poor man's chris tucker <laughs> oh. uh which I, I kind of felt bad for him i i think of it oh, man, i don't i mean mike Epps has never been you know he he's not great in this movie but i wonder if he were I wonder if Mike Epps was in a dramatic movie how he would be I don't know if, I don't think that'll ever happen now maybe not at this point but I'm wondering if if he somehow ended up like getting a like an Adam Sandler style like oh here's a drama for you where he can be kind of funny but like maybe the circumstances yeah. around you aren't funny Excuse me. <laughs> Dan just yawned for our Sorry. listeners. A long day. Because <laughs> he's got, like, a pretty interesting, I think, like, nervous energy about him. He does. He did He did yeah. well with that. I yeah. I, I definitely thought he was the stronger of the two leads. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. He's definitely the better of the, of the two, for sure. I expected to be annoyed by him, and, like, yeah, I guess he does get annoying, but toward, especially I mean, towards he, the end. But To me, he played a good, weaselly... Yeah. yeah. Um, bad guy, but like you said, he's the, he's the tough-talking... Mm-hmm. Uh, he's... Motormouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all, all bark, no bite. Yeah. yeah. Kind of character. Yeah. And, and, like, he's also, like, kind of a low life, but he's clearly, like, not, like, a bad guy. Like, in the same way that the other bad guys yeah, are bad yeah, guys. Yeah, definitely. Which is how they make his character, like, palatable to the audience or whatever. But, uh. Yeah. Well, honestly, I'm going to stick with a C minus based sure. on solely based on Mike Epps' performance as, as that character, even yeah. though he was not my favorite yeah. uh, side. I mean, was he the sidekick? I don't know. Was, yeah, he was, he the, was the, sidekick. He's the half of the duo. 
the 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 comedy side of the action comedy yeah. duo, which usually maybe not in like Lethal Weapon as much, but like in a lot of action comedies, it's always like, well, one's the funny one, one's the one's serious, serious yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I guess uh, Ice Cube is the Jackie Chan or the Nick Nolte or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call him. Right and straight man. Right, and that that just doesn't work for for ice. But it's a it's yeah. a heavy minus on the C. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's yeah. very teetering to a T plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Too uh, much coincidence. Yeah, so two D pluses and one C minus for mm-hmm. all about the. We're all right in the same area. Though. Yeah. Uh, uh, this movie, oh, I can do the box office. Yeah, go ahead and do the box before. office. Okay. Yeah. This movie came out March eighth. As we discussed, uh-huh. uh, it opened up number three at the box office actually mm. that weekend. Uh, it had an estimated budget of about fifteen million, and it came in number three. It made about ten million opening weekend. So you know, against what other films do we know? Uh, the Time Machine is the other big release that weekend, which was number one at the box office that weekend. The Guy Pierce Guy Pierce Time Machine, yeah. which is our next episode. Not particularly looking forward to watching that movie. <laughs> uh, it's coming up next, though. It is. Um, yeah, so in this movie ended up grossing $25 million. Only ever got released besides the U.S. in Turkey, of all hmm. places. Huh. Made about uh, $400,000 <laughs> in Turkey. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's that's it. That's the only other place. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it was a success. I mean, yeah. they made this movie for $15 million, so yeah. not a lot of money, even then. Yeah. Um, and uh, critically, I don't remember this movie doing super well. No. I remember reading some pretty negative reviews. Right, yeah. Um, uh, would you like to guess the Rotten Tomatoes yeah, score? Yeah, I'll guess the Rotten Tomatoes score. I'll say... Thirty-two. I was gonna go lower. I was gonna say like nineteen. Okay, I haven't looked this up yet, so I can guess as well. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go even lower. I'm I'm gonna go like Prices Right rules. I'm not gonna say one dollar. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say like nine percent. Mm-hmm. But I think that's pretty low. I don't think it's that low actually. Yeah. Well, let's see. Yeah, thirty-one. 31. Pretty good. Right on the money. What'd you say? 32. 32. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh... So, people didn't didn't like it, but didn't think it was the worst thing ever. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Pavir from the Toronto Star says it goes a long way on hedonistic gusto. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> uh... uh or Marcus D. Russell from Film Threat says, I could go on and on about how funny this film is because it is truly great comedy. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, and um, do you know what the cinema score is? It's like the like audiences get uh, like an exit poll when they're like leaving the theater and they're like, what, what grade would you give this movie? So we do this little thing at the end where we guess what the cinema score grade is Mm -hmm. like what audiences thought of this so we know the critics thought it sucked but audiences what do you think 
on an A B C D F scale. Mm-hmm. If you had to guess, a letter grade. Oh, if I had to guess, yeah. the letter scale from the yeah, like audience cinema score. Is that what you said? The c- cinema score, yeah. Cinema score. One thing you should know before you guess is that audience scores lean high. Yeah. They so it's like whatever you think an audience might think of a movie, it's probably higher than that. Yeah, yeah, with a bunch of dummies out there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like a B. Uh, I yeah, I have it pulled up. I didn't quite look at it, but I'm I'm gonna say the same thing. Like probably a B. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go even higher. I'm, I'm gonna do the other other extreme. I'm gonna say A minus. It received an A minus <laughs> from <laughs> audiences. Nice. See. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since uh, Rollerball got like a B or a B plus, <laughs> even I don't remember what it was. Uh, I've just I've just assumed that they're gonna have the worst opinion you could have. Uh, yeah. So there you go. It got an A minus from audiences. Mm. Right. Uh, so before we wrap up, I just wanted to do just like a tiny little bit of trivia. Sure. Because this is you know this is a a buddy movie, a buddy action movie. And uh, I would definitely say this is low on the pile of those yeah, kinds yeah, of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put this low. One of the, probably one of the worst ones. Maybe not the worst, but on the lower tier. But uh, this is a genre that I think we all appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dustin, I'm curious to know like why you think I wanted you to be on this episode. Well, I thought you just wanted me to be on this episode because I like hip hop music. Hip hop, so yeah. And I was like, honestly, when you kept asking me, I was like, bro, I don't even like that. Movie. <laughs> Stop but, asking. But I thought you would. I thought you would think that. But to be honest, it's because this is a a buddy movie. Yeah. And I know you and I, I both have an appreciation for like Lethal Weapon Lethal and Lethal the buddy buddy cop movies. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is, I think, one of the few movies that we're going to do on this show where we'll have a, an opportunity to talk about that genre, like the buddy movie. So so that's oh. why. So I got some buddy movie trivia All lined right. up. I got seven questions. I'll do this quick. So what I'm going to do is I will provide a plot description of a buddy movie. And you will tell me what movie... I am describing. Okay. Uh, now, these are all buddy movies of some kind. Some are like buddy cop movies, buddy comedies, buddy action movies, but they're all buddy movies. Uh, and when you know the answer, you say your name out loud, and that'll act as your buzzer. But wait for me to finish asking the question. So when you know the answer, you say Dustin, and you say Dan. I say Dan? You say Dan. Oh. <laughs> Not Dustin. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question number one. I'm 2-0 in these games. I don't mean to intimidate you at all. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Unfazed. <laughs> Unflappable. Okay. The buddy duo in this film are two detectives who are tasked with protecting a witness to a murder... While they are investigating a hundred million dollars worth of heroin that was stolen from a secure police evidence locker. Dan. 
They soon learn that a French drug kingpin is behind the heist. Name that buddy movie. Dustin. Bad Boys. It is Bad Boys... One. One. Yes. Where, did you get that too? Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, that, like, can we chop that up as a... No, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't, I thought he was done reading. That's fine. Uh, okay, you get wait for me to say name that buddy movie. Okay, uh, okay, yeah, give us a cue. That'll be it, name that buddy movie. Okay, but one point for Dustin. Okay. Question number two. The unlikely duo in this film are an Imperial Guard to the Emperor of China and an American outlaw who team up to rescue a kidnapped princess. Name that buddy movie. Damned. Shanghai Noon. It is Shanghai Noon. (laughs) (laughs) So we got one for Dustin and one for Dan. All right. Question number three. A private investigator and a civilian investigate a crime that involves a corrupt politician and a crooked football team owner. Name that... Oh, yeah, sorry. No, 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 sorry. I keep doing that. I keep wanting to say it immediately. Name that buddy movie. <laughs> <laughs> you already got, got it. Well, yeah. we, maybe we could chalk this up as a tie since yeah. you were both about to yeah, raise your hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the last Boy Scout. It's the last Boy Scout. Dude. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What are, your, no. Dustin, what are your thoughts on the last Boy Scout? I fucking love the last Boy Scout. It's fun. It's a pretty great, Dude. pretty great buddy movie. It's good. Yeah. We watched that movie. That was a movie night selection of ours. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. What's it? Oh man, what's his? What's Bruce Willis's character's name in that? Oh, I Jack. can't remember. Jack. Uh, Jack sounds about right. It's Jack something. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that's no point for either. So that what? What's the score here? One one. One one. One one. Okay. Number four. A store owner and a cop find themselves being toyed with by a German terrorist as part of a greater scheme to rob the Federal Reserve Bank. Name that buddy movie. Dan. Shit. I don't know. Dan. Okay, it's Die Hard with a Vengeance. It's Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> I mean, I think we've, we've both known all yeah, of these movies, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I tried to make these vague to where they would be like kind of hard <laughs> to figure out, but I guess they're too easy. Uh, so it's two for Dan and one for Dustin? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number five. The duo in this film are two L.A. cops who must put aside their differences in order to even the score with the ruthless drug kingpin who framed them for murder and put them behind bars. Name that buddy movie. Hmm. Two L.A. cops framed for murder put behind bars. I don't know. I'm probably going to kick myself. They're both you're framed like, for murder? You're out for the movie. <laughs> I think I have it in here somewhere. <laughs> They're both framed for murder? They're both framed for murder, yeah. 
<laughs> like deep. looking at your VHS collection. <laughs> well, I'm looking for that box. How are they? On their LA. LA cops. Do you want me to give you one of the character names? Sure. Well, hold on. One, one's like a a smooth, sophisticated type, straight laced. One has long hair. Oh, Dustin. Dustin. Tango and Cash. The answer is mm. Tango and Cash. Yo, See? why did I not? That should have been right off the bat. On the VHS, my man, right Got there. Got the VHS Tango right there on the Woo! table. Tango and Cash. Yeah, Tango and Cash. So that's two and two, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Number six. The duo in this film are, again, two L.A. cops <laughs> who have no choice but to contend with deadly Chinese triads that are trying to free their former leaders out of prison onto American soil. Name that buddy movie. Dustin. Dustin. Lead the Weapon 4. Let's lead the Weapon 4. So that's three and two? Mm-hmm. It's hard, because, like, the moment you said Chinese triads, <laughs> I knew it also, but I have to, like, sit there <laughs> and wait for you to finish. But it's the only fair way of doing it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Number seven. This is the last one, by the way, that I came up with. A detective must team up with a rambunctious French Mastiff to solve a murder. Name that buddy movie. Dan. Dan. Turner and Hooch. The answer is Turner and Hooch. So what's our tiebreaker? I didn't think about this. Hmm. Well, I came up with seven, so I didn't think there would be a tiebreaker. Right. Uh, I mean, we could leave it at that. We could leave it as a tie. I mean, I'm I don't okay. have any I'm okay more questions. That's fine. Unless you're not. No, no. If you, if you can't live with the draw, I mean, we can. No. <laughs> I mean, no, it's. Are you looking around for I was looking to one? see if I had one more question. I think I got Turn and Hooch on VHS in there. <laughs> but, uh. Hmm. That's it for trivia. Tango and Cash. Mm hmm. It's a good one. Yeah. Hold on, I want to read. I want to re- read a description for one of these for you guys. Okay. See if you can guess it. Dan will give us one. Mm. All right. Okay. So I have to like kind of cobble this together. I assume the way you did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't give away any like a, a a counter-terrorist agent and a flamboyant weapons dealer team up to bring down an elusive terrorist <laughs> who kidnaps the counter-terrorist agent's pregnant wife. Uh, is it? Oh, wait. Andrew. Okay. Double team? It's double team. <laughs> with Van Damme with and Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. With yeah. Rodman. Yeah. Yo. That was just one I wanted to... That's a shitty movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a real shitty movie. And I, I'm a connoisseur of the Van Damme yeah, uh, 90s like, cinema, especially. I have all the JCV DVDs. Yeah, that one sucks, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll still watch it. I've got it on Blu-ray in there. Double, double Ray. Absolutely. Wait, double team, and then there's he has double impact as double well. Double impact rules. Double impact it's too long, but it's it rules, yeah. Well, well, that's that's about it for this talk about uh buddy cop films. Oh, really quick. Does anybody have a favorite of like 
buddy action movies, buddy cop movies. Lethal Weapon rides really high. Yeah, Lethal Weapon's like probably up there. I think Lethal Weapon, if I can, I mean, is the first one that put me on to the buddy, mm-hmm. the buddy scene. If I if I will, if I will call it that, but uh, I think Bad Boys is my favorite. Bad Boys one one I one mean, is way better than two in my opinion. I yes, but Bad Boys two is sick. But Bad Boys. You don't like Bad Boys 2. I don't care for Bad Boys 2. You don't. I remember you told me that one time. <laughs> but I do like Bad Boys 1. I think Bad Boys is probably... It's got to be my favorite. Yeah. The first one. I like Bad Boys 2, but Bad Boys is my favorite. Uh, and I love Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. Die Hard with a Vengeance would be really high for me. Oh, yeah. Very high. But it, it's funny because it's the only one in the series that's a buddy film. Yeah. Well, uh, well yeah. I mean, you got the uh, you got Reginald yeah, Bell Johnson Reginald, stuff, yeah. but I shot a kid, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the it's, third one is the only one where you got like them, yeah, you know, working together the entire film, bickering. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Die Hard. With yeah, Vengeance. I mean, Die Hard with a Vengeance is my second favorite of the Die Hard films. Agreed. Sure. Uh. I've seen it on some lists, so I don't know how loose you want to get with the definition of a buddy film, but would you consider Point Break a buddy film? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, that's yeah. my favorite. Then. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a great one, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, that's up there. Top five, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, Point Break's great. So good. Huh? Well, I think that's it for this talk about all about the Benjamins. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. I know we went a little long. You got anything you want to plug? Yeah, anything you want to plug? You got any uh, gigs man. coming up? I just want to plug that Andrew and I are playing a lot every yeah. second and third week, Fridays. Every second Friday at Free Dirt at the Stash Bar in Long Beach. That's coming up next Friday. I mean, you won't know what next Friday is because you're a listener, but <laughs> uh, it'll probably be. I don't know if this episode will be out by then. Yeah. Ritual Boogie Transmission. Free Dirt. That's it. Yeah. Uh, It'll probably be out before Ritual Boogie Transmission, which is every third Friday. Watch movies is good for you. Mm Mm-hmm. And listen to this show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to to 2002. Please, if you've made it this far, listen to the next one. Yeah, 2002 of Film Odyssey. 2002 of Film Odyssey. Yeah. Andrew and Dan. Hold them down. Dustin, thank you so much for joining us. Let's uh, sign off and tell our listeners bye-bye. Adios. Adios. See you later, players. Catch you next time.